0: You can picture a better home awaiting in the sky in the sky this is of course as you know because we're so organized our um podcast reviewing the year of 2012
1: yes welcome to our yeah 20 wait what
0: um, well, what's, what's the, the media that we anticipate in the year?
1: It's a preview time? of 2012, not the review of 2012.
0: A review of what is going Man, out? you had so many drinks on the way over here. That sweet tea is really sorry. Oh starting my it. god! That's right. Bill, <laughs> so before we get into our conversation, <laughs> is there anything you would discuss from the week that was? Annie's in a mood today, she doesn't want to put up with
1: Bill's of bullshit, <laughs> I don't blame her. What happened? Do you have anything to talk about
0: in the week that was?
1: No. Oh my god, you have another No, most of, most of this is just, uh, I was coming up with stuff oh. to talk about today, as the 2012 uh, preview.
0: What, what, do you have, do you have anything to discuss in the week that was?
1: As far as me personally, what happened to me this week? I fell down the steps. <laughs> <laughs> I was running down into the basement, oh. it was dark, I was listening to my, uh, iPod. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what I was listening to, but I was, like, really into it. Uh-huh. Enough that I forgot how many steps were on the stairwell. <laughs> oh. And I took, and I just took a tumble. I, like, I thought I was on the last uh, step, and I wasn't. And I just went, wee, And so I fucked my leg up. And uh, so I put, no, to not put uh, weight on that foot, I uh, played Zelda for, like, 15 <laughs> straight hours and beat it. Yep. So that's... Skyward Sword. I mean, I've been bitching about it on Twitter. Everyone's sick and tired of hearing me talk I, about it.
0: It is done. Really...
1: I'm finally done with Skyward Sword. This is the last time I can complain I about just it.
0: What if you say Skyward Sword more like
1: Skyward Borg. Uh, <laughs> <I'm ability laughs> Man, No, decisions. it's a shame cuz it's actually it's it's a really beautiful game. It's uh the dungeon is what what I do. Nothing. You're looking you're at me like what? I glanced at the computer. Come at me, bro. Keep talking, bro. (laughs) No, anyway, no, Skyward Sword, it's it's really pretty. Uh Uh, It's got some of the best dungeons in the Zelda games. It's Mm -hmm. got an actually great story. Mm -hmm. Uh, The ending is fantastic. It's just, uh, the game is 40 to 50 hours long, but the real blood and guts of the game is only maybe about 20 to 30 hours. Mm -hmm. So there's a good 10 to 20 hours of just pure padding in the game where it's just arbitrary fetch quests, which get really bad towards the end of the game. Uh, But aside from that, it, it's it, yeah, it's 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 just a good game squaddled in a lot of fetch Bad quest game. bullshit, which is weird because, like I said, it's it's a well designed game. It's just uh, it's it's like almost like Nintendo's marketing department had some edict where they were like, you know what, what sells these days are like fifty hour games. You need to make this game fifty hours long.
0: And also, it seems like they they felt they need to <sighs> make it super super accessible.
1: Yeah. At the same time, yeah, it's like the, the design of the game was kind of pulled in a couple uh, different. Uh, directions, it's weird, too, because it's not just, like, a 50-hour game in that you can spend 50 hours in it. 50, 40 to 50 hours is pretty much the minimum you need to beat it. Because I remember right before Skyward Sword came out, Nintendo was talking about, like, you know, Shigeru Miyamoto was like, oh, yeah, it's going to take anywhere. Like, a minimum of 50, maximum of 100 hours to beat the game. Definitely. It would take you 100 hours if you, have, if you go collect the little heart pieces and stuff like that. But it's just, yeah, but there's only... The game, if they, if you took all the fluff out, the game would only be about 20 to 25 hours long. It would kind yeah. of the length of a normal Zelda game if you're just playing the main quest and yeah. not really worried about the side quest too much. But yeah, but there's like like 10 to 15 hours of just fluff yeah. fetch quests. Where it's like, in order to progress in the game, you have to learn how to play the Song of Heroes. Except the Song of Heroes is broken up into four parts. And then you have to collect the four parts, except like you'll go to different parts of the world to collect these four individual parts of the song and those parts of the song have been broken up into smaller notes you that you have to collect me? that's what i'm talking about
0: oh it's just to think about
1: yeah the, the it totally stops the plot dead in its tracks just to randomly run around in an environment and try to collect notes that are trying to swim away from you and stuff like oh, that man. it is it is rough but no but this the way the story kind of ties up together at the end and everything is super badass but, yeah, just to get there, it's, it's kind of rough.
0: I'm glad you eventually had good Zelda times. Yeah.
1: It was... You just have to suffer through a lot of bullshit. But it is one of the better Zelda games. It's just... Yeah. Eventually. Kinda, it's just flat Yeah. It's the Patton Hall's mold of Zelda games. Yeah. Where it's great, it's just pudgy. Oh,
0: Bill. That's yeah. a metaphor you can use. Yeah. So- oh, before we move on too further, <laughs> I did want to say, we got a couple of uh, comments... For, on the podcast, where um, uh, uh, people were like, why are you slagging on Doctor Who? Why Man, we're still getting shit. Well, no, here's the thing. Because here's the thing. So I'm indifferent to Doctor Who. I, whatever. I really, you know, you guys. Probably, yeah, you. Bill, here's how, what y'all need to understand. And I keep forgetting because you guys are sweet listeners and not necessarily people who know Bill. If Bill loves something with all of his little vile heart, you, he'll be like, <laughs> hey, this is pretty good. And then if you're like, eh. You'll he'll be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, it kind of sucks, and this, this, and this. But it's well, because, I, like,
1: I, if I don't care about something, I just don't care about it. I don't, like, like, Twilight, I don't give a shit about it, because it's terrible. There's no way you can fix it. Things that I love, especially things that are so close to being perfect, their flaws are amplified by the fact that, like, I love it so much, and it's so close to being, like, this latest Zelda game, perfect example, would have been a great game if you just cut out a quarter of the game. <laughs> So uh, you can tell that th- this last season of Doctor Who would have been great if it had actually been written and produced by an entirely different team.
0: <laughs> anyway, so the point is that Bill loves, built, you know Bill loves something because he shits on it so fervently. Yeah, it's, 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 it's shitty love. It, oh, no. It's, it's, it's tough. I, you know, I immediately regret that metaphor. It please. is
1: tough, celery-string-filled. No,
0: stop, 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 No, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Anyway, friends, um, know that he comes from a place of love. Yes. I would never say anything bad about Doctor Who. You I weren't even here for that, like that podcast, and now I'm still getting
1: flack for it. I love it. That's going to be our like if War How if, if this podcast ended tomorrow, our lasting legacy will we hate Doctor Who. Uh, the lasting
0: legacy will be that Annie plays too much Skyrim and Bill hates. <laughs>
1: what was was there specific feedback about? Like, wait, What... I'm trying to think of like if we got specific. Um, I don't know if anyone had anything. Uh, I can't remember who's complaining about us not like Oh,
0: Doctor it's not. Her. You know, it's just it's just kind of funny. But just know, know that that's where it comes from, friends. This is what Friendship with Bill is. UFC movie, it's like, oh, that's pretty good. And then you just spend 45 minutes eviscerating.
1: I didn't hate that last... Wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up the website, because our comments is... Annie, kill some time for a moment. You're so smart, you tell them what to...
0: Well, y'all will be excited to know I'm still playing Skyrim. No, I'm not even gonna go down that road, friends. I love and respect you all too much.
1: Oh, okay, this is a comment on our website from Elaine. He is from Quebec or something like that. He's French-Canadian, I think.
0: Anyway, continuing.
1: I'm just saying, he makes good pastries. His mom's a little. Bill. I've met his mom. You're weird, sort of racist diaries. <laughs> what saying? racist? They said he made a pastry. <laughs> uh, no, Elaine says, I'm astonished at the lack of love for at least some tiny bits of Doctor Who. I would have thought uh, it would have spread from the two movies where Peter Cushing played Doctor Who. Oh, that's right! I forgot. He actually is called Doctor Who in the Peter Cushing movies. I was I was about to make fun of Elaine for saying that. Uh, doesn't the name Peter Cushing ring a bell? No. <laughs> Bill, you 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 enjoy isn't the Star he the one who came up you? with more cushion for the pushing? <laughs> is that the guy Can he was like a real fatty chaser? And that was Bill's joke, everybody. Let's have
0: a round of applause for Bill's joke. <laughs>
1: Um. Yeah. No. Did you know that Peter Cushing made uh, two Doctor Who movies it in the sixties? Surprise me. You know Peter Cushing who there played are so
0: many actors in England at any given moment. I know exactly.
1: <laughs> no, Peter Cushing who played Admiral. No way, Grand Moff Stinky Feet Tarkin. This character, his character in Star Wars has has actually has a first name, which is hilarious. I forget what it is. Anyway, yeah, uh, Peter Cushing, late of uh, the the Hammer horror movies in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. He uh, shortly after Doctor Who started in, in the early sixties got picked up. And uh, by some movie studio, turned into full-color movies, two of them, in the 60s. The first one is just a remake of the first episode with Doctor Who meets the Daleks. The second one is something blah, blah, blah. But no, they're good. They're cute. They're funny. They're really colorful and stuff. But like, I don't see why. I don't see why if you're gonna like if you're gonna hammer on someone about not liking Doctor Who, I don't know why you choose the Peter Cushing movies. Because
0: Bill, you are known for your pulsing erection for Star Wars. And
1: the uh, the doc- like any other man of the your age. In the, the the eleventh Doctor's TARDIS though is based off of uh, the design for Peter Cushing's TARDIS, which was a more colorful TARDIS uh, mm-hmm. with a really bright blue with a white trim on the windows, and, and the scene Peter's ambulance on the side fun fact number 305 I mean, that no one cares about. I did not about. mean
0: to start a Doctor Who uh, uh, divergence. I just I like say. the movies. I like Doctor Who. It's See, just... and when Bill says that in that tone, that you know that that is it's fine. Weird. Bill is madly in love with Doctor also, Who. Also, I got Slack like,
1: uh, online this week because I was shit talking to the Harry Potter movies because, you know, I like the Harry Potter movies. They just barely function as narrative films. See, that's a just shit talking you're like just I just I know I'm not even there's no dialogue it's just me sitting corn corner going they're not meh, bad but they're meh. wretched pieces meh. of shit. as I'm reading the giant making of uh Harry Potter film the Bill loves if meh. Bill
0: really didn't care he wouldn't say it if I had a
1: child I would cradle in my lap and scream oh my god it smells of farts I hate it why can't it be perfect I love it so much so that that's 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 what yeah, happened to never me this say week.
0: Love, you would say it's not too shitty. It's that's not too shitty. This
1: kid is, is going to Harvard. It could have gone to Brown. Is all. I'm
0: Bill is basically likes to praise things with faint dams. That's all. Oh, like, I've been watching Rushmore on
1: Blu-ray. Too.
0: Yeah, look, so pretty at the. I yeah. keep yeah. forgetting I mean, how even say bad things about Rushmore are. You capable?
1: No, Rushmore's of the shit. <laughs> See,
0: this is, <laughs> is like Rushmore
1: is perfect. You can't. <laughs> Rushmore's one of those things where it hit perfection so much you can't even make it better. It's like Empire Strikes Back, or like. Rage of the Last Dark where you just can't it's the best that is what the Harry Potter movie is trying to uh, uh, aspire to as uh-huh. in Doctor Who where it's they're 95% good Rushmore is 100% of the way there because all art should seek perfection and anything else yes! is not worth it and I can see not doing it if you couldn't achieve per- perfection but Rushmore proves that you can achieve it <laughs> all you need is like a 5 million dollar budget and Bill Murray being sad
0: <laughs> and then you need that but that's not that that for a lot of other movies that's it's true
1: yeah <laughs> Anyway. anyway,
0: that's that's our little... That's our little I have other stuff
1: sure. to talk about, but that's the only thing that happened in my life. What what happened to you this week? have oh, lot. Yeah? We're yeah, two. I I to, we'll, we'll I just talked to you for half an hour yeah. before the podcast. i was like, hey, Annie, what's up with you this week? You're like, I don't know. Skyrim.
0: Sometimes... Well, I didn't even play that much Skyrim. I ate. Man, I did that I went to sleep the last two nights in a row at 10 o'clock. Wow. I'm really living the wildlife right now, you're, my friend. You're kind of
1: hibernating. You're like Fozzie Maybe. Bear in his cave Maybe. after the Muppets break up.
0: I have the same hat, so... <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, no. uh, oh, 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 also, uh, Toys R Us had a sale where they were selling uh, Raymond Origins for twenty bucks, free shipping too, and so I got on that train. It's a really cute game. I only picked it up. I uh, just arrived late last night I was only play the, uh, able to play the first couple stages that is a really cute game it looks beautiful it looks beautiful the music's great like the, like you can play as a whole bunch of different characters like you can play as little skinny Raymond. you can play a big fat red dude big fat blue dude and you, really
0: deeply invested in the rayman you smacking <laughs> a punch in
1: the shit out of things and it it's just very cute it, it's it's definitely one of the prettier games I've seen on the Xbox yeah. and it's, it's very fun to play so far well I'll get in this world too and just suddenly be like oh my god bullshit wait till next week's podcast where I'm like rayman orange is the soul good, except we're shitty. <laughs> if only it were Rushmore. Exactly. Why didn't all. they make a platformer uh, Rushmore, Rushmore or- Oh, have, you, have I made you watch Rushmore? Yes. It occurred to me last night uh, something got me thinking about like, what if Rushmore is the American Hogwarts? <laughs> Secretly. Because it to school uh-huh. and it's got like great, it's got great characters and a hero in uh-huh. glasses and stuff. Uh-huh. I think my next poster may maybe uh, Rushmore by way of Hogwarts or maybe Max Fisher and the Goblet of Fire or something nice. like that. I'm just saying.
0: Oh, Bill, you're really aiming for that one percent demographic. <laughs> I know this is the one thing wrong. I'll sign one copy. This
1: I want to see it for myself because it's so perfect. <laughs> oh my God, Brian <laughs> Cox <laughs> is like the Dumbledore character. It's oh, I can. Yeah, I, no, I'm i sure half the people uh, listening to this podcast have not seen Rushmore, but I'm just saying, this is a great idea.
0: I'm just saying, statistically speaking, every Rushmore fan has read or engaged with Harry Potter, so you actually may have a better chance of this than yeah, I sure. would Sure, all four otherwise. people
1: have seen Rushmore. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so nothing new happened to you this week? I do have geek let's, news in general, stuff that's happened Okay, this let's do
0: so we can press on to 2012.
1: Okay, yeah, because I know we have a lot of stuff to talk about 2012. Uh, I mentioned this before the podcast, which I don't know why I'm mentioning on the podcast because there's no this context for it. Uh, Justin McElroy and his lovely wife Sydney McElroy have started a new podcast called the Satellite Dish Podcast, which they just talk about TV stuff. It is very cute. They're both funny people. It is like this podcast but funny. <laughs> and better recorded. not shitty. Yeah. No, it's, they're, they're funny uh, people. I really like them. Yeah, just uh, look on iTunes for the Satellite Dish. They just started, their first podcast was this week and they're just funny people. It's not a very long podcast too. It's only half an hour long, but I think it's gonna be another weekly podcast, but TV focused. Um... Uh, Someone online has uh, revealed the recipes for the Quark's Bar drinks at the Star Trek Experience in Las Vegas. Have you ever heard about this? Mm-hmm. No. In Las Vegas, they had a little theme park. Where it was all Star Trek themed, and they had mm-hmm. a little thing from Quark's Bar from Star Trek Deep Space Nine. And so some of the people who used to work for Quark's Bar, uh, they put the recipes up online so you can make your own really shitty overpriced drinks at home. <laughs> Everyone was just laughing about how the recipes for all these drinks, it's like the shittiest like crappiest booze. Yeah. Like yeah. It, none of this stuff actually sounds. You're not appealing. going to Quark's Bar to get a good. Drink. Oh, they were talking like Romulan ale was actually just past blue ribbon and nice. like all this basic stuff. It, it was pretty hilarious. Uh, yeah, Rushmore and Blu-ray. I've been watching that. Uh, did you see this uh, Bethesda? Going back to video games, Bethesda has bought the rights to a Fallout MMO from Interplay. It's
0: not that they bought it. So there's been an ongoing lawsuit.
1: No, but like supposedly they're giving Interplay two million dollars.
0: There's a difference between to they shut up and it. leave it alone. That's that's, say, that's well, that, there's not an agreement.
1: Well, yeah, that, what they're, they're paying out two million dollars, so it sounds like we're going to get and a really, Fallout MMO from. That's not, Bethesda. dude. You
0: didn't read the whole point. What? When has Bethesda ever expressed any interest in an MMO? What that was is that would dilute their brand for another company to make this shitty MMO. Why would Bethesda they, they not so make on? a Fallout MMO? But it's not what they do. I would. I wouldn't fully be surprised if they go and turn to someone else. They
1: gotta, they, they, I don't know. I think with all the attention and money they're making from Skyrim, they could. They, it's possible for them to make an MMO.
0: I'm just saying, they're they're a company that plays with strength. I, I would. Yeah, they will contract someone else to make an MMO. They got
1: to do something though. They, Skyrim is pretty much the best they can. The best is, is pretty much the best example of everything. It's culmination of everything that they've been doing for the last couple with Fallout and and the Oblivion games on the 360. They need to evolve. It's either got to be a follow, like an MMO next, preferably maybe a console MMO. Which I don't. I'm sure they wouldn't do that exclusively. Would be a great idea. You can't I don't make know. a
0: big budget MMO anymore. Let's be honest. Star Wars. Well, that's something. The the it would have
1: to be kind of a small MMO,
0: yeah. Because and why make a small MMO?
1: And that's yeah. The Star Wars MMO is huge, and even they said from a content perspective, those guys have been working on that game for five years. It's still really small.
0: I I. I will eat my hat if Bethesda announces a Star Wars or, or Fallout MMO that they have made and that, and that they are developing themselves. The say it opens
1: the years. door; it's possible.
0: It is them shutting down these bitches who are going to go around and come out that shitty MMO that has Fallout all over it.
1: Yeah, they're called Ball Out. I mean, honestly, <laughs> yeah, just,
0: they're protecting your brand. I don't right?
1: even know how Underplay got the rights. I don't even know. Underplay published
0: there. Fallout to begin with. Oh, they did. Yes.
1: Oh. Still? Shows them right. I don't know. I didn't play the <laughs> Did original you just ball skip game. The headlines, yeah. Look, <laughs> like Kotaku. I should write for Kotaku. i could be like, That's a never. I read this on joystick. I've like, anyway. Uh, actually, no. I read this on app, Is more like it. Uh, <laughs> the title of the Star Wars live-action TV show has been revealed: Star Wars Underworld. Boom, boom, ball. Let that sink in. <laughs> I know you're excited.
0: I've learned not to be invested in Star Wars anymore. Have you
1: heard about like they've got fifty scripts written? Most of the show is written, but they've never announced like who who's like the showrunner for the show, who the creative director is. It's just Well, it's because all we know know is Honest
0: to God Production. Like we know they've been building some sets, and we know they've been doing some costumes, and they've written a lot of it. It's just there, but there's no no network to do it. Like they wanted all, like they had this whole plan, and they have no no one to back them up.
1: It's weird. Yeah, and I, I wonder if they they were kind of waiting for maybe more people to express interest in it to become like producers and stuff, like background or uh, behind the scenes talent to show up. Maybe that didn't quite happen. I, it's it's weird because you think they like they should have been like headhunting for someone like a J. J. Abrams or a uh, who's the guy that did Buffy Joss Whedon to see if they could have gotten them to like they like know show run. That this Star thing. Wars
0: is is like this, this this sweet fragrance that makes the boys come running.
1: Yeah, you you think... That's
0: what George Lucas... What that's George why Lucas I'm
1: kind of surprised it wasn't easier for them to find someone like that. who Say, if you go up to... There's, there's so many people in Hollywood who I, I'm sure you can go up to and say, Hey, would you like to make me a live-action Star Wars show? Which, it's got lots of money. You don't have to worry about, like, outside interference from the networks because I'm producing this myself. Who would not say no to that? It's That's why I'm surprised you don't see another big name other than just George Lucas and his production company involved. As far he as he has, to be
0: creatively involved with George Lucas. I know, that's the
1: other thing, too. But still, I don't know. It's kind of weird that the, like this show exists in a vacuum creatively, where like, they have these scripts written. Isn't George Lucas actually, like, is he actually calling all the shots creatively on, on, on show? the show? Star Wars project. Well,
0: I don't oh, know. How yeah. about does he in Clone Wars? Yeah. I
1: don't know. It doesn't seem that much. Well, that, even with Clone Wars, like the Clone Wars cartoon, he got uh, Genndy Tart- Tartakovsky to do that. Mm. This new one, he got uh, Dave Filoni, which he's he already had a, an experienced background. Like even with those shows, he's found other people who are very talented who love Star Wars, kind of bring yeah. their own thing. And live action thing, you've never, you haven't heard anything about that. It's just someone out there. You don't even know who's writing for this thing. They, yeah. There's 50 scripts. Who's writing this? Is it just George Lucas? Kind of. Eh? Script one: Han Solo but a
0: chick. <laughs> <laughs> script two, yeah. Chewbacca, but a chick.
1: That's the script. That, that's the scripts as they exist right now. So that's what's been happening there. And other TV news: Frank Darabont is making an Ellie Noir TV show for uh, AMC, the same network that does Breaking Bad and Mad Men. This is not based off the video game. This actually has an. Uh,
0: you can tell because Noir is spelled correct.
1: Yes. <laughs> Fucking
0: Eleanor.
1: I like Noir. No, not I'm Just, out, Oh, so this is based off Noir, The Struggle for the Soul of America's Most Seductive City, which is a book that was published last year, which is just about like the history of, of, of gangs and stuff in New York, like mob stuff, not you know black stuff. I don't know what are you going to say. Um... <laughs> street gangs. What, what's there? Be- how do you? How do you like? Yeah. Hey, anyway. I'm <laughs> Story of my life, Bill. Just finished reading what you wrote on the paper. Uh, oh, also, AMC is also making a Goodfellas TV show
0: just to make Bill cry. Bill loves Goodfellas, Goodf- and then the fun of Goodfellas, Goodfellas is Goodfellas another one of your perfect untouchables.
1: Goodfellas is fucking good. Yeah. I don't know if it's perfect, but it's fucking good. Uh, so, well, this is actually uh, based off of the book Wise Guy that was written. Uh-huh. That was. It, this is another thing where. It's kind of capitalizing on a popular name, but it's not really about that. It's about the source material that kind of inspired that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is based off of the book that inspired Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're calling it Goodfellas anyway, because why not? Yeah. That's, you know. Um, Tim Burton. <laughs> Tim Burton is trying to make a live-action Pinocchio starring uh, Robert Downey Jr. As... Geppetto. Thank Geppetto. God, from a moment, okay. I was like... <laughs> Adult fails Pinocchio did not work out historically. Yeah, I know. Well, who was that? Uh, Roberto Benigni, who yeah. did that. Yeah. Well, we talked about right. this on the Pinocchio podcast. So or yeah, right. I guess the idea this would be starring. We don't think it'd be The
0: Wizard of Oz. Who? Can, what other? Know, he's not playing
1: The Wizard of Oz. Did Robert that, that fall Jr. I think so. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. would have made it a great young Wizard of Oz. Uh, but so, but supposedly this uh, has already been written by Brian Fuller, hmm. pushing daisies and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So from a script perspective, that sounds kind of interesting. Uh, but it's Tim Burton. One last thing. Oh, no, two more things. Uh, Rob Marshall, who made Chicago... Yeah. Also directed the last shitty-ass Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Yes. He is making an Into the Woods feature film. Fuck yes. I keep on... I'm like... I know. I'm always raving about Into the Woods. It's a Stephen Sondheim musical.
0: I have a, I have an allergic reaction to Stephen Sondheim.
1: I can understand why, because he's very tweed. No,
0: no, no, it's not just that. It's that I was a theater kid. Oh, that's right. Why? So what's wrong with Stephen Sondheim? Because I was. To be fair, I was a tech kid. Yeah. And all the theater kids worship the shrine of Stephen Sondheim, and I have yet to experience any Stephen Hot Sondheim that I have any interest in. And then to have something you're indifferent to that other people worship. What's
1: Stephen Sondheim have you been?
0: I Sweetie- oh, I remember
1: when we went to Christmas. Sweetie
0: Todd almost ruined Christmas. <laughs> yeah,
1: we went to go see Tim Burton's Sweetie uh, Todd at Christmas, and Annie almost just inverted. I've seen
0: other Sweetie, I mean, I-, I care, I mean, I don't. Sweetie Todd,
1: you have to have a morbid personality to enjoy, so I can understand I don't that. like
0: his style of music. I could see that. I really like his You guys do what you want. I understand. You can like it. Is well, this girl is
1: supposed to have it's new songs hard. by Stephen Tonheim called Fuck Annie? <laughs>
0: That's being adapted by someone I don't respect. Hey,
1: while Marshall did uh, Chicago, that was cool. Yeah. Not the greatest movie ever made. Definitely not the best picture that year, which won an award for. (laughs) Wait, wait, I don't know. Wasn't bad. (laughs) What? That's the best. Okay, one last thing. This is truly the greatest. Uh, Just like 2011, last year, which started off with with the tragedy of the Japanese tsunami. This year has started off in tragedy. Oh, God, no. Hostess has gone bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> the company that produces Twinkies, Ding Dongs, and Choco Dials—Choco <laughs> Dials are just chocolate-covered Twinkies, FYI. has gone uh, under uh, solvency. Whatever. This second time in two years that's actually gone bankrupt. It, it well, was just coming Twinkies out of bankrupt. Man. What?
0: The world is not Twinkies. No, it's fucked up.
1: Everyone's... Well, supposedly, uh, uh, financial advisors are advising that uh hostess sell the Twinkie oh, brand yeah. to someone else, because that's the most valuable asset. Yeah. But, man! Yeah, and, and everyone says it's a hostess is getting its ass kicked because... Everyone's on the health food now. Yeah. No one wants tw- uh, Twinkies and oh, Ding Dongs. And- I'm not
0: even a person who watches what I eat. Even I'm like, I shouldn't
1: eat this Twinkie. Yeah, no, Twinkie's
0: old. I have a Twinkie physique, and <laughs> even I avoid Twinkies. Yeah,
1: this is how the Twinkies are synonymous with unhealthy yeah, eating in pop culture. Like, yeah. like, I mean, Die Hard was making jokes about that 20 years ago. Yeah. That was 20 fucking years ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, my family, when I was a kid, this shows you why I'm fat now. My family... Like like on weekends, we would go to the hostess uh store in Pittsburgh. There was a bakery that was like a hostess outlet mm-hmm. where you could buy old hostess products. By, like, the gross, and come home with, like, Man, a stewer trunk full of Twinkies. If
0: none of you guys have ever lived, if, if any of y'all have not lived near a uh, bakery outlet, you have not lived. Yeah,
1: this, yeah, Annie knows what I'm talking about. That I, shit's fucking my, nuts. My
0: terrible college town in Texas.
1: Um, was yeah. it hostess stuff, too, or was it just uh, general bakery? I
0: think it was For some reason, it was this somebody. place
1: was hostess-themed. Like, yeah. it was, like, well, the hostess- It tree. had a big hostess sign outside, yeah. too. It wasn't just, like, they happened to have Twinkies. Like, you go in there, you could be a fucking awash- and in, in, in fucking <laughs> sugar-powdered donuts yep. for, like, 20 bucks. All
0: the carbs. Yeah. God damn.
1: That was amazing,
0: though. <laughs> it's an though. amazing thing. To be poor and live near the uh, uh, gro- uh, hostess bakery outlet. outlet. Yeah. Literally it's the It's a best death thing. sentence
1: for yourself. <laughs> and people wonder why there's an obesity Ameri- uh, epidemic in America. <laughs>
0: anyway, friends, after a brief break, we're going to come back and let's let talk you got about... What else to talk about. No, we- I want to get to the meat of this podcast. Hmm. We have a lot to talk about. We don't have
1: that much. We just have 25 pages of things (laughs) to talk about. Okay, we'll be back in a minute. Okay, we're back. Twenty twelve. I can't about believe it's the year twenty twelve. All the, yeah, sounds like a Buck Rogers year. They you got th- three years to invent those goddamn hoverboards. <laughs>
0: Whenever I think of what year it is, my when I was, I remember vividly being in the car as a kid, backseat of my family minivan, and there was a sh- there was a story on uh, the radio about how Legoland was gonna open in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. And I remember distinctly thinking 1998 is so far away that they will never come. I will never go to Legoland.
1: It is fourteen years later and you're oh, telling that story, Lord, yeah. It
0: is Fourteen years later. 14. Shit, when you say that you number be, out you, loud, if you if
1: you had a child the day <laughs> oh that Legoland opened, you could be telling that child who could be having reproductive sex right now that story. That you could have, you could be Jesus having a grandchild Christ. gestating. Technically, oh. I'm just saying, yeah.
0: Oh man, time okay, is world fucked up. I still, that middle Legoland.
1: Really? Isn't oh. that just like in Sonoma County or oh. something? It's not I the. Don't... Far... Oh, it's on the same coast here. Think... Oh, that's right. Because you alone, like I've uh, yeah. That, do that for your birthday. There we go. You should go. <laughs> anyway, uh, Legoland is open for 2012. <laughs> That's our first preview of 2012. Uh, so, yeah, uh, what do you want to talk about?
0: We'll start with our overview. of. Uh, so, this is where we will discuss what is upcoming in the year 2012. Just
1: all the geeky shit that we know about. Uh, we're going to start off with games, even though uh, half the games will be coming out this year we don't know about because that shit will be announced That's at PS3. But this is the stuff we that we know or are pretty sure is, is going to be coming out this year. Yeah. Um. What do, do you want to start? We'll start. We'll okay. do. Um, so the Wii U. What's yeah, Wii U is year? definitely coming out sometime between. Sometime, I like Nintendo's phrasing. Sometime between like April and the end of the year. You know, it's coming out this fall. Whatever. <laughs> uh, that's coming out. Uh, there's nothing much to say about that other than it looks stupid I, and we don't know what's coming out for yeah, it. Nintendo. Oh, did you see the retro games? a company that did Donkey Kong Country Returns, and they did Metroid Prime and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of their uh, Twitter, people, uh, one of their uh, staffers on Twitter, just like yesterday, was posting about, oh my god, we have, we're going to have a crazy crunch time this year. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like whatever they're crunching for is going to be something... Can, well, it's going to be launch whatever late launch title is for the Wii U. So it's nice to hear, see that retro, which is Nintendo's best developer right now. Yeah. At least best Western developer, that's for sure. They make... Man, best Western hotels are the best... <laughs>
0: So, you're saying the Wii U has at least a slim chance? To get I understand they
1: got a retro game. game. I hope it's not just Donkey Kong Country too, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what yeah, that is.
0: Wrong with that. Yeah, you really think the next Xbox is going to be launched? People've been talking about it, man. Fucking yeah. <laughs> The bill just had it I'm just
1: saying. I just people turned it billion. Like, gotta
0: be, but I don't know, man. The the whole connect thing, and like, I, it seems like this console has. Legs. Well, there's no reason
1: why you couldn't uh, attach a connect to uh, uh, another console. The whole point it's of modular, the new console is new hardware,
0: built-in. and like getting people to buy new shit. Yeah. Why Why would people invest in their current? And, and they keep doing all this streaming content. This is it. Really,
1: like. That's why it's kind of up in the air because it really depends on what well, what uh, Microsoft's game plan for the next generation yeah, is. If I it mean, depends on how how much, it it really all depends on how much they view Nintendo as a threat to the next generation of consoles. Even
0: be on that to Joe Schmo gamer, like regular Joe gamer, who gives a hell. I mean, who really cares about like graphics looking better? And what else? No, it's just just about? N- like, like hardware.
1: I, this is just based on the fact that like. Microsoft murdered the living shit out of the last Xbox to get the Xbox 360 out of the door. That's true. Microsoft is not adverse to just just kicking the shit out of a piece of product just to make sure they're the first on the next wave. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason why I think there's a chance it could be just because uh, it could be coming out this year, just because the Wii U is coming out. I don't know. I don't think anyone sees the Wii U as a threat. I well, that's the thing. I think some. I think. I don't. Yeah, that's only. Yeah, yeah. I understand. I know. I understand what you're talking about. And in my head, I, I, I believe that same way, but in my heart, I'm like, I don't know how... I don't know. I think it's kind of 50 for 50 change. I
0: think that it's the Xbox, all this streaming... The Xbox as an entertainment platform beyond just a gaming platform, I think if that works, that's just yeah. going to give more likes to the Xbox.
1: Well, it's interesting because supposedly, that little, the next Xbox... It sounds like it's going to be whatever it is. It's going to be more of an entertainment platform than just a gaming system. I
0: mean, if you look but at but the that they would board. be
1: going after more of a casual market, which Nintendo was already kind of cornered. This is even more incentive for Nintendo to try or Microsoft to try to undercut Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, the which is actually even see... more incentive for them to try to at least get out at the same time as Nintendo's next piece of it's hardware. Like if I
0: look at the Xbox, I'm like, what can this dude that would make me not even care about any other consoles? It'd be like yeah. having a Blu-ray on it, being able to do all the streaming TV and like using it as a DVR, but all that stuff just adds to the price. Yeah. Like, astronomically.
1: Well, Blu-ray pl- prices have, have been coming down. You could probably make a, re- reasonably, you can pr- make a reasonably cheap Xbox with a Blu-ray player that has, like, Apple TV-style mm-hmm. desktop TV functionality in it. It's just a matter of how much. I don't think it's going to be that much more powerful graphically or anything yeah. like that. It'll be more. It'll be decently more powerful just because the console uh, hardware that we're used to is so old yeah. that it actually wouldn't be that expensive to actually make it considerably more powerful. Not like exponentially more powerful, but yeah. you, you, like it's 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 been so long since the last generation launch that you can yeah. get a pretty nice bump in graphics uh, without it being super expensive. But I don't know, and and I don't know. Supposedly the Wii U may be a little bit. More expensive than Nintendo's used to because it's, oh, you know, yeah. it's got that controller that's built in screen and yeah. stuff like that. So it, we, there's so many, there's so many floating variables that we don't know about. It's hard to make a definite prediction about yeah, what's going to happen with at these Nintendo consoles. or Microsoft right now. It's so
0: hard to look at these consoles and point at what they're missing. Yeah. I mean, really at this point, like they keep pouring in motion gaming, but I mean. Motion
1: I gaming, there's still nothing. Team. And like I said, I just beat Skyward Sword. That was fine. That's pretty much the best Wii game you can make as far as, like, motion controls, and even then still have time to just kind of fiddling around with the controls. I mean, it wasn't bet, that I'm, compelling.
0: I'm a big fan of the Kinect. I yeah. love it. I would not have regretted it if I paid full price for it and, and not received his as gift, but I do not use it for motion gaming, and no. I resent any game that implies I should My living room is not laid out that way, and it's just silly to think did I just, have to rearrange my life. Did you see
1: today. Microsoft, actually, they announced the Kinect for the PC, and everyone's like... If I can if I if I can barely use it in front of my TV, how the hell am I going to use it in front of my PC, which I'm yeah. sitting a foot and a half away from? I guess it's going to be new hardware that like you yeah. can be sitting like a foot and a half away from it. Okay? But why
0: do I want a motion at my PC?
1: I know it's just that it, because it's something they could tell you. It really doesn't I mean, make I get any it. sense. I but get
0: I love voice controls. I'm sold on voice controls.
1: I know everyone yeah. I keep on hearing is the voice control shit on Connect is best, which is yeah. funny because that's something you could have done on the on the PlayStation Eye for like ten years ago. Yep. Um. But yeah. I mean, not that it's all
0: about having the software to back it up. Because, yeah. like, if I if if like we tried to watch a DVD on the Xbox, I was assuming, oh, I will, because I usually use my PS3 because I told myself that it makes them look better, upscales it. <laughs> I don't know if this is true. This is what my brain tells me. Yeah. But no, um, and I pulled it up in the Xbox. I'm like, oh, surely, surely I can watch a DVD on Xbox and use voice commands, and I can't. And it's those sort of disconnects in software are the only things that make me not value my. Well,
1: experience. I'm really interested to see if the next Xbox, how much more well-integrated, like, voice commands and Connect stuff might be. I wonder if, like, the, Xbox, the next Xbox will actually just have Connect stuff built into it. Because, okay. like I said, there's no reason why you couldn't just connect an Xbox to the next... Yeah. Or, can, uh, connect a Kinect <laughs> sensor to the next Xbox. Well, that's... This not necessarily have to have it built in. Yeah. And it gives more ex- uh, excuse to have you to buy that as an add-on. Well,
0: they're talking about how, like, the, but... there's a big initiative that the big... Like, you have to have Kinect, like... Connect Connectivity For all sorts mm-hmm. reasons Like for to, When you make Develop things for Xbox It would be nice to have
1: uh, The next Xbox have like That voice command stuff Right out of the box Even without yeah. a connected camera sensor But if even was just Like a microphone built in Or something like that So
0: I'm sold on voice stuff It's yeah. great
1: Everyone everyone I know Who has connected connect they, they, That's what they keep On harping back to Just as so far as Navigating the menus And saying yeah. Bing pornography I mean
0: it is great I have yeah. to admit Like it's so much greater Which thank God Because they made their New menu a lot harder To navigate
1: Have you said Bing Bing Crosby <laughs> we did
0: we did experiment the other day the missus and i i mean i told you the story already but um which which naughty words bing will search for yeah bing will search for vagina bing will search not i think and bing will search for... Bing
1: vagina fell out
0: we spent like 10 hours like <laughs> just cycling through all the swears <laughs> because we're adults
1: but the only other, the only other reason why I think the Xbox next Xbox may not be coming out this year is you haven't heard anyone talk about next generation quality software for it. Yeah. Like you think you think if they were gonna be coming out with next gen next gen software, mm-hmm. somebody you would have heard something from somebody about it by now. No. Like you would have heard like rumblings that Assassin's Creed three is gonna be by a magnitude of so much bigger and about more badass, and it's gonna be yeah. a launch title for the Xbox uh next Xbox, but you haven't heard anything about that. It just yeah. sounds like yeah. So that's probably the best indicator that there may not be an Xbox. But I just threw it on the list just in case there's a big surprise at E3 this year. Yeah. So let's see. Moving
0: on. Um, Soul Calibur 5? Which, I uh, got big
1: titties. That's all we know about. You play the first Soul Calibur 4. It's cute. Yeah.
0: I'm, I just, not, I, I'm not a fighting game person. I, you know.
1: Uh, Soul Calibur 5, they've gotten rid of my favorite character, uh, Killick, and replaced him with another guy who's exactly like him. <laughs> uh, oh, wait! Is Double Fine Happy Action Theater.
0: Oh, this is so! I wanted to.
1: This is coming a, out in February.
0: This, is, this they just announced today. It's coming out in February. This is Double Fine's connect mini game thing.
1: Oh, it's kind of like their Battle Block,
0: yeah, sort of thing. It's, it's just a bunch of mini games. And what's funny is that I put this on here mostly because. Um, I, I, I really, like Psychonauts is one of my favorite video games of all time. Yeah. So back in the day when Double Fine was really kind of ramping up their online store, I got a bunch of stuff and I had all these patches and the missus came across them the other day and she was like, you should put them on something. I said, oh, you can have one. And she just looks at me and she's like, I don't really, I mean, I don't not like Double Fine, but I don't really like them. She's not like, yeah. Well, and then I thought about it. I'm like, well, of course you do, you liked. And then I like, dot, dot, dot. And I think about it. I'm like, I didn't, I, I tried to play, um, Trench, excuse me, Iron Brigade. I don't it's not Oh, I mean,
1: she's only been exposed to the most like recently like, generation I of was Double Flying like, b- Games. Brutal
0: Legend was her first uh, double flying uh, game, which is a helpful thing to open up. Uh, I liked Brutal Legend. No, it's not a terrible game. It just wasn't I would have liked good. Brutal Legend a lot more if it was just a God of War clone. Yeah. And, but no and then I was like, Well, you really like sex. She's like, Yeah, it was cute. And costume Press was great. She's like, Yeah, it was really cute.
1: Did she but she's never played Psychonauts?
0: Well, and she's tried. never
1: been exposed to Tim Schafer's other games and not. Double Well, Fine. see, that's
0: the thing because really, as much as I love Psychonauts, I'm I'm crazy it's, about like Grim Fandango. It it's funny that
1: like uh, Double Fine still builds its reputation more on Tim Schafer's older games than yeah. its actual good games it has made because like, like it's this one is big perfect, game.
0: The perfect focus of that because yeah. du- like Double Fine's connect stuff. Like I'm.
1: The monster, the Well no, no, then I'm just story.
0: like that they're doing a thing of, of Connect mini games that I included on in our list out of brand long. No, what did you say
1: Once Upon a Monster was that just a kinda of okay?
0: I mean, I'm not I am an adult woman. I'm not the demographic for Once Upon a Monster. I really
1: enjoyed it though. Yeah.
0: what I played of it is really great.
1: The yeah, that we were talking about about this right before the podcast, too, the Sesame Street Connect Able T V thing. Sesame Street T V Connect. Whatever the hell that's called. Where it's, I guess it's going to be an app or something like that, where kids can watch Sesame Street but interact with Connect. That that's sounds cool. cool. I haven't read up on the details, but just generally as an idea, that's a great idea. Hopefully, that'll actually become a real thing.
0: I love Double Fine. I keep waiting. I'm really excited about someone giving Double Fine money to make something that I actually want to. Make I know.
1: I feel man. So I,
0: did, I really did like all of their um, their Fortnite games. Like I, re, I mean, I did like Stacked, and I loved Costume Quest. It was very cute. But I'm, I'm
1: glad to see like their thing of like making smaller games. Yeah. is It seems to be working out for them. Yeah. But yeah, I, I still I'm still waiting for a Double Fine game that is actually fun to play aside from the sense of humor and presentation. Double
0: fine.
1: Yeah. I love you, Tim Schaefer. We um, love you, Tim Schaefer. But I don't You're no think we're going to
0: put those patches back in the box. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> it makes me feel cool sad. Yeah, the Vita launches in America in uh, uh, February, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, late February. PSV is coming out. Are you going to get
0: it? No, I'm, I actually loved my PSP a lot. Yeah, but I think about it, and I loved it because it was basically the first handheld. Like, um, internet device that I ever had. Really. Yeah. So I loved it for oh, that's playing. That's before I gave you the
1: touch. Yeah, it's yeah. Really...
0: I loved it for playing the... MP3s, and um I use it as my alarm, and I love Patapon. And you dropped and it in a browsing. toilet. I did drop it in a toilet. Maybe I had it in my back pocket. Maybe I went to the bathroom and forgot
1: it was my back pocket, and it launched. The oh, world. is that what happened? Uh, I'm I'm sure that, like hundreds of thousands of uh, PSPs have been destroyed the same yeah. way. Uh, but the only the only thing that kind of freaks me out is the only thing that really makes me want to play that is Uncharted. Yeah. And and that game's been out for almost a month in Japan, and no one's been saying anything good about it. I've heard things where people have been talking, complaining about how. Supposedly, there's a lot of touch controls mm-hmm. and motion control stuff in the game that is just feels really tacked on. But no yeah. one's said. I don't know. I, like no one has been talking about the characters or the story or anything like that. Well, it's,
0: it's like, by it's by a game. Well, it's yeah, developer. It's, it's not it's, by isn't Naughty Dog. like
1: over in Bend. Yeah, it's like Sony Bend or whatever. Yeah, it's not by Naughty Dog. Which, but still, I,
0: I mean, it's a launch uh, title. I know launch titles are designed to show off the hardware. Everyone says it looks really... gorgeous
1: and plays well, aside mm-hmm. from the t- like force touch stuff. But like, yeah. I I don't feel like so, how much is it? Like two hundred? Is it two hundred bucks? Two
0: fifty?
1: Yeah. And with that, with the fit, for the fit, well, you know what the uncharted is going to cost fifty bucks? It's going to cost what a hundred dollars for like a memory card for a decent sized memory card. Mm. So that's like a four hundred dollar investment to play and. Uncharted game. <laughs> I, which,
0: frankly, I am enough of an idiot that if I had disposable income... Buy the
1: money, yeah, it exactly. Be. It's not the most unappealing idea in the world. Because I will read anything with But Uncharted with tax money. season coming up and all kinds of shit like that, mm, uh. Uh, Okay, on February 28th, we have SSX, which you don't... You've never played those games? The uh, snowboarding yeah. games? They were just really fun. Yeah, They're yeah. just kind of like... I
0: played a little. I think I played them on the PlayStation
1: 2. Yeah. I'm kind of happy because this SSX game was first announced as SSX Deadly Descent. We're supposed to be like the first trailer was all like modern warfare, like military oh, shit. And like you're like snowboarding that like but you're like just jumping out of a military helicopter and this military dude's <laughs> snowboarding. And that was received so poorly cause they've completely changed the fact of like, oh no, you're just you're just a normal snowboarder now. Uh, and that's it. Most that's...
0: importantly, the first week of March, Annie goes into hibernation.
1: Annie explodes.
0: I cease to be when Mass Effect Three is launched. I will On just... the sixth. I will March just 6th. Go home. <laughs> Turn off
1: my cell phone. What the hell? You know what? That That is going to be a fucked up week for gamers everywhere. Because that is going to be a lot of people just kind of going cold for a week.
0: I'm very excited. I'm tempted to take
1: the week oh, God. off. Well, you know, also because everyone's going to be trying to beat it as fast as possible to avoid spoilers online. See, Might I'm actually be worth go... taking a day or two off just to plow no, through. No, no,
0: no, it. See, I made a mistake with Uncharted 3 and that I consumed it all within a 24-hour span. Yeah. And I regret that in hindsight. It was very enjoyable. And, I mean, it was, and I, I, I did it with the missus and with a dear friend who also lives charted and we did have a big projection screen, and it was great. Yeah. But I was, I ha, was hungover. I'm not even oh, kidding. Oh, it's, like, same
1: the, it's totally the same thing that's happened to everyone with the Harry Potter books. Any kind of, like, big media that's coming out where everyone's going to be reading and talking about it. There's that, like, even aside from you just wanting to ingest it as fast as possible.
0: Mass but at least for me, there's always the thing where, like,
1: I'm not going to be able to go online until I'm done with this. Mass which imagery, makes me want complete savor faster,
0: every bite.
1: If it's good. Oh, I'm still a little worried.
0: Whatever, I trust them.
1: It's I, gonna be fine. Yeah. I, did you see the thing yesterday they announced where when you first boot up the campaign you'll be given th- be given three different gameplay options? Yeah,
0: you were pretty much given that. I mean, you've been given that from every single game. I just be, boot. I just started up a Mass Effect One playthrough, and the first thing they ask you is, "Do you want?" I mean, like, what kind of gameplay? What kind of leveling up the characters? Oh, These are they? those same options, just in different oh, okay. light. And also, they're streamlining the the choices, like. The big thing that they announced is that you have three modes. There's story mode, there's role-playing mode, and then there's shooter mode. And shooter mode, it's just, like, your story options, I think. I, I don't really know. You no, know, it
1: fills it. Like I write about, yeah, it fills. The only one I didn't hear about is what was role-playing. This But, like, yeah, the action shooter mode is just, oh, yeah, all the role-playing elements are filled in for you. It's essentially turns into Gears of War, where, like, the story's made for you. You just play the game. You just shoot things. And
0: you know what? They're not, I don't think they're wrong. That's it's not right? a bad idea. Uh, so, this is but, just an evolution of settings they've always
1: had. The story mode is just... It kind of nerfs everything so you can just plow through the game and do the story and not worry about getting killed that much. Supposedly, it's not that there's no death, but you have to be really stupid to die, it sounds like. Which isn't a bad but, idea. So I'm assuming role-playing mode is just, mass effect, just normal Mass Effect Probably. again? Which, I, hopefully it's, an, it's just you know, shooting and role-playing yeah. at the same time. But I'm
0: just saying, they um, had this in Mass Effect 1, they had this in Mass Effect 2. I don't remember that. The difference is that... because
1: I played both those games in two days. Yeah, um, what
0: am I saying? Yeah. Mass Effect, I savor it. I enjoy each and every little roll it never
1: thing on my tongue. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm just saying. Mass I'm
1: quoting Br- Bride of Frankenstein. I'm for going some reason. to
0: go. I'm going to take it home. And what I thank God that my wife feels as strongly about Mass Effect as I do. Yeah. Or else it'd be very sad at home. But no, which I'm
1: which Shepard are you gonna boot up first?
0: Um, Harriet Shepard is my primary. Shepherd, yeah. Okay. My Lady Renegade.
1: Yeah, I've got Mrs. H Shepard ready right. to go.
0: We now have Bruce Shepard. Who is mostly renegade, bro.
1: Oh, you based him off of, uh... Bruce. Yeah, you watched Die I need Hard. I to
0: watch, make him Bruce Willis. He's really kind of Bruce Willis, Jason Statham. Yeah, that's not uh, a bad though. Um, that then we me love from Uncharted 3. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I
1: like him. Yeah. I Like, the more I hear about people complaining about how terrible, uh uh... Dragon Age Two was still leaves me a little worried about whatever. Bio BioWare going through a weird thing right now where that
0: it's different teams, it's
1: different teams. But like like the BioWare name getting hocked out for that stupid fan and Conquer game. He's doing yes, weird we're things, about all these under, things with that BioWare. Are not the
0: team that's working on. Mass Effect. I'm
1: just saying. I'm just saying. Um, I,
0: my, what my expectations of Mass Effect Three. Are that it will be like the last, it's like the narrative and the gameplay and the world will be expanded just like they were in Mass Effect 1 and Mass Effect 2. Yeah. All of you bitches were like, I wonder if the shooting elements are going to be bad, bad, bad. I'm like, Whatever you guys. I'm just anybody who shows up to Mass Effect looking for the shooter elements know. deserves to be disappointed. And all of you bitches were like, I don't know, the demo at whatever the Shepherd had to find a weeping child and blah blah blah. I'm like, whatever you guys, when you look back at these games, that's not what you're gonna be thinking Why about. Weeping I'm gonna be thinking about the sorry bartender on Ilium. <laughs> Whose parent, whose who, like dad was a Krogan? Is she coming and, back or something? I hope so. Oh, okay. Not. I the forgot about are, that lady. Yeah. These Aww. are the critical elements of Mass Effect. They make them so great. It's the little tiny moments. It's the character things that you will not talk about in a gameplay demo for the press because that doesn't sell. I I played the Mass Effect three demo at at at, at Pax, and guess what? I ran out and shot things because that's what they're going to show off. But that's not what I care about in Mass Effect 3, so I'm going to love it, and fuck all you haters. I like Dragon Age 2, you all are assholes. The
1: end. Well said, okay. That's Mass Effect 3. Just
0: saying. <laughs> you cannot preemptively poop on so, Mass
1: So, Mass Effect 3 is already 2012 game of the year.
0: <laughs> I would, it, it's a very meaningful thing to me, and I'm going to glean nutrients from it. Yeah. It's like Uncharted 3. I would never say Uncharted 3 was a, was like one of the best games ever, but I got everything I wanted from it, and hmm. for that reason I will not shit on it. That's what it's good
1: to have something that you can hold your. I have a
0: healthy relationship with these things. Is what I'm
1: trying to say. Okay, so that's Mass Effect (laughs) Three. Yes. Uh, Then other things I don't care. (laughs) Then the other biggest game of the year, Kid uh, Kid Icarus: Uprising for 3DS comes out, even bigger than Mass Effect (laughs) Three. Is a remake of a terrible NES game from 25 (laughs) years ago that's going to sell two copies. Um, that's just a big deal because that's being put together by the same guy who did Smash Brothers Melee mm-hmm. and so people are expecting a lot of great things with that. Yeah. They just announced yesterday that Kid Icarus will be compatible with the extra thumbstick thing that you can bolt on to the 3DS mm-hmm. so you have two thumbsticks. Yeah. Except uh, the, that extra thumbstick thing was developed so it was released so late. Yeah. The guy who made in charge of coming out with Kid Icarus making that game he said he didn't even know what that was going to be until he unveiled it to the public, oh, like, seriously? two months ago. And so he's only had enough time to uh, put support in the game for left-handed people to be able to use that thumbstick. You can't even use it, like, as a normal, like, camera thumbstick. Uh, like, it's only, like, this, like, a very weird. select, like, left-handed yeah. mode thing. So, weird. Um, Dragon's Dogma. Capcom's attempt at a Western-style RPG comes out on March 27th. It's gonna it can be weird to see how that uh, is accepted after Skyrim. Mm-hmm. This is the first big kind of like open-ended role-playing game that's coming out since Skyrim, and it's a JRPG. So, interesting to see how that works out. Uh, Minecraft Xbox 360 comes out. I can't believe this got booted all the way back to June, but it's coming out in June. The only reason I even mention this is because I'm going to gift Annie a copy of this. I'm <laughs> going to make her play it with me for at least one hour. It's be great. Then she can decide if she ever wants to talk to me ever again. Oh, Minecraft is fantastic. I, I would love to be able to play it with a 360 controller with other people over Xbox Live. It would yeah. be fun as balls. Uh, who knows? You might get fucked up in, in the porting process or something like that. But I, it's, I it's... love
0: how much everyone else loves Minecraft. It's fun though, and like building
1: stuff with other people. I, I, I,
0: I need mean I... games that are finite. We've talked about this. Also, cannot... this is
1: coming out in June. What else is coming out in June? That that's actually kind of a great time for it to come out. Where there's, what else you gonna play? See this? That's, that's, that's the only that's the time with you. I think it could drag you away from another game for now. Long because then
0: I'll finally be ready to play Assassin's Creed Revelation. No. <laughs>
1: Okay, so those are the, uh, the the dates we know for games. Uh, the undated games of 2012, Witcher 2. Have you heard much about Witcher 2?
0: I've read it. I mean, I read a lot of Rock, Paper, Shotgun. So yeah. I've seen uh, I know of a lot about Witcher. I'm intrigued by it. Mostly because it, it just seems like one of those uh, awesomely... Like hardcore things that only seem to come out from what is like Eastern
1: Europe. Yeah, it's it's a, from a Polish kinda, like, developer stalker. based off of a bunch yeah. of Polish books about yeah this, this guy known as the Witcher. I don't know what he witches, but he witches enough stuff that he's but, got like, a whole game series you know, based like, off of
0: To drink potion, like to get a health potion, you have to actually stop in your tracks and drink a health potion. Yeah, it's like
1: this- it sounds like Fable, but hardcore. Yeah, because like I like I was watching Giant Bomb; they were doing a little preview of stuff coming out. And they were talking about uh, Witcher Two, and like the combat is just like run around, just like it looks like fable it looks but it's beautiful. a fun, but it's more realistic yeah and but there's actual role-playing elements it's not just retarded like you know like iona abrupt
0: moral choices yeah
1: abrupt moral choices and owning land it's not quite that uh gimped uh but that sounds kind of interesting that's we out sometime this spring um yeah that could be uh, something to get into after mass effect 3 hits um you read something
0: sure uh, of course, they will announce another Assassin's Creed game that I will buy, because I do love Assassin's Creed. Uh, this should be the end of Desmond's. Like I said, I've not played um, they pretty
1: much are, yeah.
0: Revelations yet. But They're it's obligated be, to push his
1: ass off a cliff at the end of this one.
0: Which, I'm mostly excited by the possibilities that it for Assassin's Creed 4,
1: yeah.
0: or whatever comes next. Yeah,
1: this is going to be a really make-or-break game for that whole series. Aside from the fact that the quote-unquote uh, the, the 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 story of the series is supposed to end in 2012. At least that's what the, the culmination of the story is supposed to be, because it's all about Mayan calendar, world ends and twenty twelve stuff. Um, I'm sure they'll find a way around that, so that you're going to be stabbing uh, uh, Templar dudes all the way up until twenty, you know, twelve or, or twenty.
0: Well, I'm mean, just saying when it's when you have an element of time travel in your world. Oh yeah, they'll you're, find you're a reason
1: as to why you'll be you'll be stabbing guys for years to come after yeah. twenty twelve. But it's but
0: I'm just uh, in a perfect world. I mean, did you see that the creative director for Assassin's Creed Revelations left Ubisoft? Like, this is after they lost the creator-director who did Assassin's Creed 2 and Brotherhood, and then this guy... They like, lost the
1: guy who originally developed the whole goddamn series yeah. years ago.
0: So, in a perfect world, Assassin's Creed 4, they hand it to a total fresh-faced development team. Let's just say, in perfect world, they hand it over to the development... Of course, they won it, because it's a different studio. They hand it to the development team who did, like, Insane, um, And they make a badass lady. I don't know, they're going to be done with Last of Us by the end of the year.
1: Maybe. Maybe. Then what else are you going to do? They can well, do Assassin's Creed 4. Well, this is 3-4. one
0: guy. One guy from Enslaved is working on it. What else they him do? Him. I don't
1: understand.
0: Of course I do mean the one-man development team who <laughs> created <laughs>
1: And then walk. To this American actually audio. would be a bad idea, though. I need but to finish the slave, though. I bought that a year ago, and I've only played the first like it's three or four s- hours.
0: You did more than most people, so I yeah. Agree. Um, but yes, I'm ten- I love Assassin's Creed. Please know that even though I did not, I've not played Revelations yet. That's you think more- this? Do
1: you think Assassin's Creed Three is just going to be Desmond? That's it. No time travel. That's
0: kind of not time, I mean, not honestly, time travel, but no. Been, they have to have an element of. Well, I don't know if they ended Ezio and they kind of closed the book on Altair. That would be the logical choice. And they keep kept hinting at the depth and of this sci-fi world
1: which considering the guy who cre- uh, created the sci-fi world has long since left the, the, well, the company
0: to be fair and un- what I, one of my favorite aspects of uh, assassin's creed the first assassin's creed game was how ambiguous the sci-fi elements were like i loved that about that game because you were mm-hmm. able to read so much like just invent so much of it and then they started to build on that, and like, and maybe well, they might have to start pulling those threads thing. together
1: with this yeah. game, though. This is the game where it's really going to things are either going to have to start clicking, or this yeah. is when you just realize that they have no plan for the series whatsoever.
0: Well, I mean, it's like any thing where there's not, I know, but there's still. a master plan, quote unquote. But,
1: but this game, they could kill off Desmond, and you get to have yeah, Assassin's Creed 4 is the start him a whole new. It could be uh, it could be a uh, new Lady Assassin from today, who the next three Assassin's Creed games could suddenly turn out to be her female ancestors or something like that. That's You could start mixing it Are up you, after this one. I
0: would actually be fascinated if you're a dude who's living out of female... Assassin's life. Oh, them, that'd be fantastic. No
1: one hell's gonna do that, though. Fuck <laughs> you people shit the brick. If, <laughs> if you're a guy living life as a woman, it would be fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. And when you're trying to figure out how to menstruate into a stack of leaves in ancient Egypt, because that's what you're using in an actually I need pad. to look
0: into Assassin's Creed canon. I bet you they do have something about, like, in... They just came out the an encyclopedia that's like the Bible. Is it printed? Oh really? Probably. Uh that could be um, vaguely kind of. Uh, well, no, I mean, there's got to be some. I bet you dollars to donuts. There's something in there that's like how male assassins can only have memories of. Male or something like gotta that. Have, yeah. Oh man. Man,
1: yeah, fuck Assassin's Creed.
0: I love assassin's I Creed. I love Assassin's
1: Creed, but man,
0: I it's. I, parkour through history, and that's what cracks you up. If,
1: they in, should just change the name of the series to that, just parkour through history. Inevitably,
0: Assassin's Creed 3 will be not with history at all, and then I will be sad. You and know yet what? Somehow.
1: They should have Double Fine.
0: <laughs> you know, I was gonna make that joke
1: of like, clearly, the team they should hand it to is Tim Schafer. No, they should. They make Double Fine. It's a nice piggy game called parkour <laughs> through history. <laughs> Bill's quiet joke Bill said
0: double fight she created a game with Miss Piggy called Pork War Your history I just <laughs> wanted to say it again she's out she's just crying yeah. <laughs>
1: Why well actually one so of your best if you're not even playing as Miss Piggy but the Miss Piggy puppeteer and you're trying to whack her ass, you just just yeah, you're spending 40 hours with your like, arm in the air just like waving around yeah, yeah, the screen yeah. it's just like the underside <laughs> of the set and there's like a little mini map <laughs> <laughs> the camera view. Yeah, that's what wow. it sounds like for needs to be. Oh, and the only thing you do is wave your hand <laughs> around and karate chop and gut you to remove a miss game, course. Course. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so let's move on to list
0: of uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto 5.
1: Uh, I want to show what's Grand coming Theta out this year. Sh- it's, man, in the wake of, uh, what did I, uh, 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 uh Saints Thoreau? Saints Thoreau? Walter Thoreau? Wait, who wrote, uh...
0: Oh, you don't have um. What's his name? Um, the next uh, Max Payne game on this list.
1: That's a game. Yeah, it's coming out. I didn't realize it's actually coming out. you'd
0: <laughs> like in the near future, I want to say. Who
1: wrote Walden? <laughs> Thoreau. Yeah, that's what I was gonna make a joke. What was I just gonna say? Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm making a Saints Thoreau joke. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, like, oh, I just to <laughs> someone's grandma I was like, I don't you that Saints Thoreau game. i <laughs> well, like, who's Saints Thoreau? Is like <laughs> Walden's brother. Um, <laughs> max, this is the part of the podcast evolves to. Extraction. You think that's corny, but you're thinking of a game called max Payne is okay. What? I'm not saying it's okay. <sighs> I'm just saying you didn't put on this any okay. maximum pain. Uh,
0: wait, what's <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five. It will be another Grand Theft Auto game.
1: Yeah, fuck it.
0: It'll be beautiful. They're playing some Italian, out, Italian mobster guy. You're in
1: LA. I'm sure, for, for, for.
0: Um, Halo Four.
1: Maybe nah, Have they announced this? At all
0: that's okay.
1: that's one of the things that like that could that would be magnificent launch title for a next next Xbox. But nah, Maybe. I'm sure that's coming out. Um, that's probably yeah, we September. Through,
0: man, We've, this is going on. Today. Oh no, yeah. Fable: The Journey and Connect game that I'll buy because even after being burned mm. by Fable Three, <laughs> I still love Fable. that
1: would be worth it just to see Peter Molyneux flipping the fuck out when that sells four copies. of Him just throwing the just blame be around. Me
0: Buying two copies when I broke the first one.
1: <laughs> that's that's going to be Peter
0: Molyneux and Peter Molyneux's mom. That keep your
1: popcorn gifts fired up for that day <laughs> when that game comes out, just to see the Molyneux uh, internet reaction is going to be priceless. Yeah. Uh, Last Guardian, if it ever comes out, yeah. it better come out this year. Yeah, but like since. Umito Ueda has left the team. The guy directing that game, who uh, the fuck knows what's going on? There's with some that.
0: things where I'm like, I can't wait for the book that comes out discussing what is going on behind the scenes. Comes out.
1: Yeah, about cause the Last the Guardian. Yeah, because yeah, that's been Last what, Guardian. development over five years. Uh, Last of Us.
0: Say something negative about Last of Us, Bill?
1: Did, have they shown
0: gameplay from that game? No. Well, that was all in engine. What was you to say? Because there's
1: gameplay. nothing to say about it other than it was a great trailer.
0: That's kind of how Naughty Dog do. They don't really do gameplay demos until we're... What if instead
1: of the too? trailer they just wrote a song about how awesome their next game is? It's and everyone's like, oh
0: my god, the game next year is so great! That, that, it, it's, it's such a jackass. <laughs> you know, it's just gonna be... I'm unch- excited about The Last of Us. I have concept art on my desktop. It's over.
1: It's gonna be enslaved slash uncharted with shooting zombies.
0: Which is the game I want to play.
1: Cauliflower zombies. You're Did it. you see the zombies are fungus zombies? They're not like yes. viral zombies.
0: Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Because that's an that's an enemy you can't beat. Yeah. I'm more... I've always been interested when it's like the earth paying back. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah,
1: Which well, kind of leads like into in the, the, the enslaved kind of... No, yeah.
0: That's. I think that's cool. Which you means most of the go. boss battles
1: are in damp uh, swimming pool uh, changing rooms.
0: Marco. <laughs> Bioshock Infinite. Hell yes. August, do you think? I'm, I was thought announcing quarter two.
1: People were assuming that it was going to be coming out this spring, but if it was coming out this spring, you would have heard about it by now. Unless it's going to be a surprise. Hey, we're coming out like a month and a half from now. Like it's it's January. If that, that was going to come out anytime this spring, you would have heard about it by now. So I'm wondering if it may not just be coming out in August in Bioshock's old slot. Which, uh, like, the Batman games have done well. The original Bioshock did fantastically well. It's it's, it's a great place for it because I don't know it's if not. smart
0: and they come out during this whistling wasteland of game development where nothing's coming out. They are. They would, like,
1: or even earlier in the summer would be great. But yeah, yeah that's Bioshock Infinite. That's going to be a good game.
0: They know we're going to buy it whenever it comes out. Yeah. What do they need to worry? Did you
1: see that there's another movement to get Elizabeth's tits uh, shrunk down a little bit more? I think this is a constant thing. <laughs> where it's like Elizabeth's tits is still too big. <laughs> She does have big fucking him. whackers. She,
0: she, she, is, she is a gifted
1: woman. Oof, she no, sings I'm, good.
0: Man, I'm. Man, I'm, man Bioshock for me. What? I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. It is designed to make me excited.
1: I like how you even seen anything about the main player.
0: I'm trying not other to. Other than his wrist. Gonna...
1: But you've seen all the way down into the tits up the vulva <laughs> of Elizabeth. Lord! Is she singing and shit? Jesus Lord! Whereas, like, Jesus. the main guy, he's a gun. Well, yes. What do you want, Bill? I do know, it's marketing. Into, I'm just uh, saying.
0: Do you want him to break into, like, a, a men's clothing? One, and
1: one of like these trailers. You, think, the you think he can look in a mirror for half a second and go, oh, that's me. The
0: big reveal was the Game Informer cover, like, a year ago that had Booker on it.
1: I hope it's Donald Glover from Community. <laughs> You've got this white wrist, but Donald Glover's face going, yeah, <laughs> thumbs up, bro. Uh, yeah. Anyway,
0: Paper Mario 3DS,
1: Bill. It looks really pretty. It's a 3DS game. It'll be, yes. Animal Crossing 3DS. I love... <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the trailer for the Animal Crossing 3DS? How is it any... I
0: mean, every Animal Crossing game is just the last <laughs> Animal Crossing gra- game plus one The two thing. big
1: technological breakthroughs Nintendo has... Breakthroughed. <laughs> for Animal Crossing 3DS has been revealed as... The character you play as? Slightly taller. <laughs> the second one is now... You can have one in water. Other than that... <laughs> They released a trailer <laughs> highlighting this. You can jump in water when you <laughs> go to the is ocean. The that you assholes keep by I'll kidding. buy. It. Just be like,
0: I got Tom Nook will break my legs if I don't. I played the first uh, Animal Crossing <laughs> with my little sister. We had a lot oh of fun, and then God. we stopped playing. There's it. gonna be a riot
1: if that really is the only thing that's different about the next no, Day there Animal won't Crossing
0: because you Start gotta to keep buying. God. What does Nintendo learn? They can keep telling you the same know. thing over and over,
1: and you guys will keep buying. I love it. with me bitching about Skyward Sword all week on Twitter. Like, I got multiple comments from people saying, Bill, it sounds like you're in an abusive relationship. You need to get out of this. Because I would be like, Sorry, Skyward Sword suddenly got all great. Oh, I fucking hate this game. Oh, fuck this. You know, I was oscillating so wildly back and forth between the two viewpoints about Nintendo's design capabilities within just. 15 minutes of each other. It was pretty amazing. Uh, Last thing uh, for games of 2012 that we know of is uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater HD for Xbox Live Arcade, which I just really like. It's supposedly a bunch of stages from uh, the first two Tony Hawk Hawk games uh, just remixed into one downloadable title. Which, those games were fun. Not yeah. just Tony Hawk stuff. It will
0: be worth i i will play that. For,
1: yeah, for 10 15 bucks That will totally be worth it. All
0: right, friends. That's year 2012 in gaming. I'm excited. Just to Just because Mass Effect is in it. Uh,
1: which, actually, that wasn't too long. That's games. Uh, the, the, the bigger thing is movies, but, uh, yeah. Well,
0: so, TV in the year 2012. In the in as much as I watch TV. This is yeah. Short, for sure. Coming within the next week is New Parks and Rec and 30
1: Rock. Are they coming back? Are they? Is this the beginning of the season? I think it's Tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Are there seasons starting? now, Or are they just coming back from... This is... Parks and Rec had a mid-season break. Okay. This is the second half. This is the first new episode of the new season of the 30 Rock. Oh, okay. I just finished Jean Faye's book... It's great. Bossy pants. I know it came out forever ago. But the best part is she points out, it's like, 30 Rock is not us trying to make niche comedy. We genuinely were trying to make mainstream comedy. But <laughs> okay, and work. the picture she has is, um, what's his name, Paul Rubens? Yeah, There's a really weird joke <laughs> about 30 Rock or Paul Rubens. Is, like, little hand, obscure Germanic prince <laughs> who's, like has so many genetic problems. It's like the 10th episode you too. Know, it's it's nine. Nine. And the, the caption of it is like, Paul Rubens in this weird little military uniform with baby hands is, this is us to try to appeal to mainstream america <laughs> <laughs> He no no the climax of it is he drinks champagne which <laughs> he knows will kill
1: him because he knows he'll never be this happy again <laughs> That is mean, trying to appeal to america I, think, I haven't seen it since like the third season i need to go back and watch that 30, that's, rock, 30 rock is great. Great. i know 30 rock even if it
0: it's the most rewatchable TV. Yeah, it's fantastic.
1: And hey, Parks and Recreation. Uh, I've got a big batch of artwork I need to start working on, which I'll probably start watching that on Netflix.
0: I'm really excited. They announced they, they announced today that they finished filming Paul Rudd as Ness, Leslie Nopes That's pretty great. Um, competition for a city council race, which yeah. will be fantastic. Is she is she already a little city council person? No, she is running for office, and this is a big thing because, of course, right. this is her next step into becoming the president of the United States.
1: Is that her thing in the show? Yes. I see, I only watched the first season, but that was so long ago that Tarks I... Tarks and
0: Recreation, you need to get through the first season and get into the second. Oh,
1: I, I watched the first season. I can... Pr- pr- What's it? You need to get yeah. through. I'll just then... start with the second season. When it's it gets very good. tedious
0: because it's like six episodes. I know that's taxing.
1: Uh, second season, they make the Indian guy. He's no longer piloting the ship. Now he's chief engineer, right?
0: Anyway, you like Community, right, Bill? Yeah,
1: that's mostly be... They announced officially... Uh, NBC announced that Community is not dead, but it's coming back eventually. That's the great news there. <laughs> um what else man
0: game of thrones i'm excited about coming at back it's coming back in april i'm mostly excited because i talked to a friend at work and um she was like oh we should watch game of thrones together and now all of a sudden there are like a number like three women in my workplace who want to come over and watch game of thrones they know how rapey it is (laughs) we've all read the books and we've seen all the show the first season
1: Oh, okay. Oh, you mean for the... It's oh, okay. Here, none of us are... are oh, innocent. no, there's been a couple people I've seen who are like, oh, I think I'll get on that Game of Thrones, and they're like, oh, shit, when they actually see what the show is like, you know. It's funny, It's...
0: It is what it is, but regardless, I just think it's great that it's going to be us ladies watching Game of Thrones.
1: That's pretty great. Yellow
0: yeah, TV. I oh love my Jordan god, the mayor put your pants back on! I just wanted to be the Jorah Mormont show, and I'd be so happy.
1: Does she get clothes in the book? Like, after she walks out of the fire? That's just how she spends the rest anyway, of the series. Anyway, Mad Men comes back. Hey, I'm saying, the the I got friends coming over this weekend to watch the- uh, A bunch of people coming over this weekend, and we're going to start watching uh, the, uh, the first season of uh, Game of Thrones, everyone's caught up before the second season. Yeah, man. Game songs. of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. What is it about the bullshit Mad Men you want to talk about? You,
0: you like Mad Men. Uh,
1: it was announced uh, this week that Mad Men is coming back on March 25th. I don't know anything about it other than John Hamm, the guy who plays Don Draper, is directing the, uh, the first episode. Oh. Uh, It'll be interesting what that show is like because the last season ended on such kind of a wet fart of an ending. Uh, the third season of Mad Men ends with half half the show getting... Pretty much the show getting cut in half where half the characters are kicked out of the show hmm. and change of venue... And it was almost like a reboot of the show, which is a yeah. hell of a way to end on a series. Yeah, uh, That was the third season, and the fourth season, which was the last one, just ended with Don Draper kind of getting engaged to the wrong person after he almost got engaged to a couple other people. It was kind of like... <laughs> it was such it was like, a... It was
0: like Jeeves and Wooster. I know. It, it,
1: <laughs> it was such a like weird kind of like soap opera kind of limp uh, ending, which it sounds like it was intentionally limp. Like, the guy who in charge of the show was like, oh, yeah, no, this is just... we were, Like, everyone after this the season before... Ended on such a big bang, everyone was expecting, like, maybe New York was going to explode or something at the end of this episode of Mad Men. Or the, but this season just ended with, like, meh. Nah. Uh, but it'll, uh, Mad Men's a good show. I'm, I'm curious I to see how to that goes. That they
0: just announced today, actually, that the what? Ultimate Spider-Man TV show will be coming on in April. Is it cartooned? Yeah. I'm excited about this. It's it's character designs based on Stuart Eminem's design. Oh, really? He's running Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, Brian Michael Bendis is actually involved in the writing, and the showrunner and head writer is Paul Dini. Ooh, and you'll shit. like this. Guess who was doing the voice of um, Nick Fury? Emerson Cod? Oh, really? Yeah. I
1: took a moment to think. Oh, man, it's fantastic. And I
0: think they got J.K. Simmons to be J. Jonah Jameson.
1: Oh, really? Sure. Again, that's great. Like,
0: they, they, they released a little... He,
1: that, um, could, that could be the next Batman animated yeah, series. Like, I'm that saying, could be really good.
0: I'm kind of tentatively excited. Ooh. It and it's great, because it's... My wife was making fun of me, because it's Jennifer Hale as, as Mary Jane, who, of course, is the voice of Lady Shepard. And I, I watched this little t- little tip trailer thing for it. Did no. I say something wrong? No. Okay, look at
1: me. You sounded like you said tit for a second. That kind of really laugh. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: me You sound like there's this little tip.
1: There is the a little tip. There's
0: a little clip online that Sir Eminem bo- posted to his Tumblr basically saying, because Stuart Imanet is kind of rain cloud. I love him, but he's a rain cloud. He's like, it's nice to see some of my designs made it to television without being totally changed. I'm like, oh, Stuart, you're wow. so cranky. Anyway, there's this great little clip, and there's this part where Peter Parker is, like, having a fight, and, like, Mary Jane, and the microphone just fell over. Wait, oh, I'm was. sorry, that was me. Um, Mary Jane is calling, and, and anyway, I'm like, hey, it's Jennifer Hale. She's kind of doing her commandership voice. And I keep forgetting that I'm a, a voiceover nerd. Yeah. And so I've I've heard Jennifer Jennifer Nelson's Carmen on We're Prime San Diego. I I know many of her voices. And I'm like, oh, she only know in, her
1: through *Mass Effect*. Yeah. I'm like,
0: this is in the *Mass Effect* general *Mass Effect* vein. And yeah. my wife listened to it. She's like, no, nope, not even remotely. Aww. So what do I know? And anyway, uh, that's I, my anecdote about that.
1: I, I'm sorry. I, the microphone fell over because I tugged it while uh, adding something to the list. Like uh, *Avatar*. Oh, yeah, Legend of Korra. Legend of Korra Korra, is supposed to be coming out sometime this year. I will watch the heck out of it. uh, Which is the series to Avatar The Last Airbender, the fantastic Nickelodeon show. Yeah. Uh, No specific air date has been released yet, but although it sounds like this is going to be a full series, the original announcement for the show was just going to be like maybe half a dozen episodes. It was almost going to just be a little mini-series, but it sounds like this is actually going to be the start of a whole new show. Right. Which sounds very cool. It takes place 70 years after the end of the last uh, Avatar series. I need to get Jenny kip have, I've still not watched the original show. and they
0: they've got it. They've
1: got a small child who loves. It's also, cre-
0: their their vein of
1: that. Theme. Yeah, they're crazy, intricate world building and great characters. Like I, man, maybe after Game of Thrones, over I'll browbeat them, force them to watch the original uh, Avatar. Your,
0: your favorite cartoon is coming back, Breaking Bad. Breaking
1: Bad, yay! Sometime this summer, Breaking Bad. Holy shit! Uh, last season ended fantastically. Shit got fucked up. Breaking yeah. Bad makes you want to kill yourself. It's great.
0: And of course, Doctor Who. A small child was happened.
1: poisoned. That was the finale. <laughs> of <Seriously>? that, yeah.
0: <laughs> that is why I will never watch Breaking Bad. How <laughs> did <Can laughs> you say that? <laughs> just, in my mind, I genuinely imagine what's his name, Bryan Cranston. Is like. Yeah. I mean, I genuinely imagine him on the porch. It's kind of antiquing in my head. <laughs> He's just sitting on the porch. <laughs> They should smoke and drink, like drinking a beer as <laughs> their small child just wanders down the street and collapses. Just like one shot this kid. Why are the camera? Dropping. It's like
1: free for breaking bag. You need to write the finale episode. <laughs> no, this the same. Your finale episode is the same thing as just shoots a kid. <laughs> exactly. a little cartoon put the pistol. <laughs> Shoots around the kid's neck. He's got a little (laughs) blowgun. Jesus. I can't even talk about Breaking Back because so much fucked up shit hadn't happened in the last season, but, like, yeah. half the cast got killed, blown up, shit fucked up, yeah.
0: More Doctor Who will happen inevitably. Yeah,
1: Doctor Who comes back probably sometime this September, October. We'll see um, what happens with that.
0: Brian Fuller's Monst- Monsters remake. Damn. Yeah!
1: I'm assuming that'll be coming out in time for Halloween. No, no one it has not been announced who's gonna be in it or what's going on with that, but, yeah, Brian Fuller, the guy who did Pushing Daisies and what's the other show? Wonderfalls. Wonderfalls. One that I like. Still can't get into Wonderfalls, love Pushing Daisies, and he's vice versa. So. Yeah. Uh, he also used to write write for uh, Star Trek the Next shirt or, or no, not gen. He wrote for Star Trek Deep Space Nine and Voyager for a while. The guy's I super think he cool. Was yeah, too. I think so. He's of that school of nerdism. Uh, but yeah, he's a really cool, smart guy, and for some reason, he's doing, remaking the monsters. Man,
0: remaking the monsters in the modern climate? That's I mean, kind of a great be. idea. That
1: could be fantastic, but that could also be what the fuck lasts two episodes, the second one doesn't even get aired.
0: I really want it to be a genuine remake, where it's like, got a laugh track and everything. I know, you with can get camera, really
1: kooky with that, but yeah. But just
0: fucking weird. That yeah. would be amazing. I know that's not what it will be, but man. But man, if happen. you
1: really bit into the whole, like, stupid, like, you made it, like, Small Wonder, where it's, like, intentionally, like, you're playing on that zeitgeist of crappy, yeah. like, yeah, old sitcom stuff. That could be really hilarious. Yeah. Like, no oh, okay. budget. Like, it's always, a, like, well, the one fair- set. It's
0: not like Brian Fuller is afraid of failure.
1: They'll just do whatever the fuck, yeah. He's, yeah. he's got five more shows lined up that he That's can right. make once this fails.
0: Yeah, and, and Powers, the Powers TV show, maybe? You added it to the list. I know. It just barely greenlit the pilot.
1: I dunno well it, it, it's it's just like pretty surprisingly how quickly T V shows get Not on effects.
0: FX. FX is pretty ponderous. Oh, it's on fan. FX? Yeah.
1: I love FX. What else has FX done?
0: Alright, FX even makes T V shows. what yeah. they do? They do the thing I'm most familiar with them is they do the Louis C.K. show. Or more to the point Louis C.K. Oh that's that's an FX show? whatever he wants. Yeah. Uh, I think there's some other stuff
1: I think
0: they do like Justify and some other stuff.
1: Is he playing uh Dina Pilgrim?
0: There, for a brief period, it looked like Katie Sackhoff was going to be the. I
1: can't imagine anyone's not being. I know Dina that's the thing.
0: Now I'm just sad. I
1: should be watching it from I'm lost as sure the other guy. Fine.
0: I have no. I have no. Um, I. I think we talked about this in the past. I really loved Powers when it first came out. It was super important
1: to me. A comic written mm. by Brian Of course, like, oh, Mr.
0: Brian Michael you Who may have heard me nuzzle gently, despite the fact that I don't like half the stuff he does, or not. Not I shouldn't say don't like. I'm not. He, again, he doesn't make half the stuff for me. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. But anyway, I loved Powers at the time. Bill is going to break the rule against eating on
1: the You're going to talk about Powers for thirty minutes. No, i It's just not to eat gonna, a JoJo. You're
0: making a TV show at the end. I will see what it's like. I haven't been in it. <laughs> no, it's going to be interesting because Brian Michael Bennis has always said that people think of Powers as a crime show, but really he sees it as behind the music, but with superpowers. It's like basically all the ways that superpowers can ruin your life. Which, Which makes sense, although when you look at the they've arc already of
1: done Powers. behind the pop, behind the music for superheroes and supervillains. It's kind of like. It's called Watchmen. Well, that too. Well, I was going to say, that's more like even Venture Brothers kind of has that kind of corner where it's kind of Venture
0: Brothers, asshole. Did it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they did it ten years did, after Powers came did out. Did Venture
1: Brothers invent David Bowie? <laughs> And he just time traveled back to 1973. Let's, let's
0: briefly touch on books because we're both literate assholes. We have very little well, on comics.
1: Let's so talk about all the is comics. A book asshole. What?
0: Co- comics or books? Oh, asshole. I'm sorry. <laughs> Angry <laughs> Sorry is yeah, angry at Bill Yeah, Bill yeah Bill these Bill
1: are Bill. This is our Comics and Books Corner <laughs> it's um, be, Books.
0: It's gonna be brief Cause we're What do you have to Yeah there, we have we're, three we're, Things we're to talk about yeah. No I didn't know this I'm actually pumped About this Is Fantagraphics yeah. Doing the Scrooge McDuck Comics Yeah Like um by um, What is his name Karl Barks
1: Yeah that's coming out In June Their first collection
0: I'm really curious Cause I'm only really <clears> uh, Familiar with his works By his influence Yeah The huge influence That he's had in comics As opposed to It's kind of how I came to Pogo Yeah Pogo is great you know, so I'm really pumped. It's yeah, fun. I
1: think that's going to be a big hit. Uh, well, it's funny because I think they just put out a... Uh, uh, who's the other guy? Not Daffy Duck. Donald Duck. <laughs> I don't know. It's Carl Barks. No, I'm losing my voice because I'm eating, which is bad, uh-huh. which I promise not to do. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess, no, I guess Fantagraphics just put out a uh, D- uh, Donald Duck hmm. uh, collection, which I'm not quite sure if that's Karl Barks or not, but uh, a lot of people, I saw a number of people pick that up and were kind of disappointed at how it wasn't as good as the Scrooge McDuck stuff. So that's, this sounds like this, this is the shit that's worth waiting for, the Scrooge McDuck, yeah.
0: Go ahead, Bill, talk about Stephen King. You
1: know you want to. Oh, that's right, I forgot how you wrote this down. Uh, sometime, I think it's sometime the spring, actually, uh, Went Through the Keyhole, which is Stephen King's... It's another book in the Dark Tower series. Really? It's not a made... It's kind of a side story in the Dark Tower books. That's I don't know what the hell else. Is. Actually, I think it takes place between Dark Tower four and five. Oh no, I re- I read about this. It there's this it, Dark Tower four is this whole is essentially just hold this whole flashback of the main character as a, he was a kid and how he got started on this quest for the Dark Tower, and uh, it ends with uh, this battle at the um, the Emerald City from the Wizard of Oz. It makes really? no sense. And But, like, in the, into the next book, you suddenly, for some reason, the characters are a thousand miles away like doing something else. Supposedly, this uh, fills in the gaps between Dark Tower 4 and 5 with the characters. He, those are some of his best characters, the Dark Tower crew. Yeah. Roland's Cotet. I love those characters. You got Eddie, the fucking heroin addict. You got his wife, Susanna, who got no legs, but she's pissed off. She's awesome. But <laughs> she lacks like, it legs. Like, she makes up for an anger. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> she's a great shooter. She shoots stuff. Jake, the kid, who's a kid... <laughs> There's OI. There's a raccoon dog thing with little eyes. <laughs> She's really so cute. <laughs> and there's Roland. He got guns. He killed people. It's hilarious. That's coming out. Win through the keyhole. What else?
0: You. I know you. What
1: what's next is. book? What sure, is? It?
0: You just want to have me say this? Yeah. Sugar frosted nut sack. Are you happy?
1: This is like. Yeah. This is something I randomly found on Amazon. It's, uh, comes out sometime this summer. Yeah. It's a book called the the yeah the sugar frosted nut sack which sounds like it's kind of Neil Gaiman because it's about a bunch of gods running around the Earth. Mm-hmm. Except it's supposed to be comedic because the gods are, like, fucking up stuff. But it's supposed to be, like, wacky, haha! What if What if the ancient gods were real and they had to ru- run around in the real world and it's all wacky? And... So
0: basically you have no investment in this book except for its title. No, a title
1: sure. should have... I'm going to not put that on the list. So
0: my, my addition to this list, the only book that's coming out this year that I'm really aware of, because, again, I do not read as much as I should, and shame on me. A couple of, like, last year, I decided I wanted to read a sci-fi book because I don't really read much sci-fi. I wanted to read a pulpy sci-fi book. And so I picked up this book called Cop. K-O-P. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And it's not very, it's not, I love it. It's one of those books I just enjoyed. It's about a super crooked cop who's retired in as much as you can be in the university he's retired in. And uh, dealing with corruption and, and stuff. And it's great. I just really enjoyed it. And, and he has a, a. There's a young woman who's new to the police force and who's very. She very much so believes in what is right and believes that the, cop, the police force should not be corrupt mm-hmm. and is trying to fight for that. And so, of course, he uses his corrupt means to help her in that regard. The sequel to it, of course, was called X Cop. I mean, this shit is ridiculous, but I love these books. I do. They're a lot of fun. And I was trying to look up. I'm like, surely. Because the last book ended in a way that. He, oh, there's going to be another one. I couldn't. He had said what the title was, and I couldn't remember. So I was looking it up online. My wife wanders by, and she just goes, "This is kindergarten cop <laughs> and I just heard,
1: with a K, no less." A K, yeah, of
0: course. No, but it's cop killer, cop killer. I'm going to read that. If you guys, it's not want, supposed to be the end
1: of the series, or though. It's just the next book. It's yeah, next okay. Book.
0: He he writes one of oh, That sounds really cool. Is. They're fun books. If you kind of like crime, and you like ridiculous sci-fi. If you if the idea of Of Sam Spade, 20 years later, his wife is falling to pieces and he dives deeper into corruption to save her. Um, in a world that is basically a, um, a, a, a decrepit Nike factory.
1: That sounds um, actually pretty cool.
0: Then it's a good book. Yeah,
1: you've I always ha- uh, had uh, good things to say about that. I had... don't want to oversell it, because is... I love them. the next uh, George R. R. Martin book coming out this year? Possibly. Because I know they just put out a preview of, there's an excerpt of his next uh, yeah. Game of Thrones book. I should not call it, I, I, it's, I don't even read the Game of Thrones books, and it's driving me crazy that it's all called Game of Thrones, because I know it's a song of ice and fire. Game of Thrones is just the title of the first book.
0: I do like calling... In, I like calling the next season of the TV show um, Game of Thrones Clash of Kings because, as my wife pointed out, then it's, the acronym is GOTCOCK.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> which the series does. And then so... Which is
1: weird because it seems like the next uh, series really is just going to call Game of Thrones. Like, it, oh, yeah. I, for, it seemed like they were going to call it Clash of Kings, but yeah. It's the, title of the show. Yeah. Who
0: changes the title of the show with second season then?
1: Yeah? No uh, did you see... Uh, w- actually, this is perfect timing because uh, we're going to be talking about the DVDs that we know that are coming out. Again, this is a very small list. Uh, did you see the Best Buy exclusive, if you uh, pre-order Game of Thrones from Best Buy, the cover that you get? Mm-hmm. It's great, because the, the normal DVD cover for Game of Thrones is just Sean Beat sitting on the throne.
0: Right.
1: Whatever. The Best Buy one, you can choose from one. It's either House Stark or House, House T- uh, Targaryen. Oh, yeah. The House Stark one is kind of, like, fucked up, kind of, like... Just looks just white with you know the wolf emblem on it with no text. It's just the picture. With it just says you know winter is coming at the bottom. Nice. And the Targaryen one is just jet black with like the red dragon on it. You know ours says you know what's what the Targaryen thing is. Blood is
0: shame on me.
1: Blood is fire or whatever the hell it is. Oh, but that's it. You can choose from one of those two, which, that's fucking great. It's great. It look, that's one of those things that looks, you know...
0: You can't say they biff the presentation on this series, I'm no. just
1: saying. And it's mostly the, the, the DVD slash Blu-ray. is supposed to have a lot of special features. It's really interesting, because I saw a lot of the special features on the DVD set for Game of Thrones, which is, sounds like it's coming out right before the show comes back onto mm-hmm. HBO, it sounds like a lot of it is world-building. A lot of it is yeah. just explaining the gods of Westeros and the politics of Westeros. It's really great because they're trying to invest people in the world so they'll want to come back and for the second season. Yeah. like ex- They get a better... Grip on what's going that on. Is in what that is what great
0: and what is terrible about Game of Thrones. Yeah. The excerpt they, they released. I'm like I could care less about these characters. That's the problem with the. Oh, Thrones. the
1: excerpt from the next book. That's I up.
0: love. I enjoyed the Hell at Game of Thrones last book. I barely can remember half these
1: people. Wasn't it like he brought in a whole bunch of new characters that no one gave a well, shit about. The thing about? is,
0: is that the last book and the book before were actually supposed to be one book. Yeah, and he just split them into. It just doesn't
1: work. Well,
0: it's not that it doesn't work. It's just that by its default, then you're dealing with characters you're less invested yeah. in. Yeah. He, he he believes strongly in adding new characters to expand the world, because ultimately it's about this huge cross well, conflict across two continents, and so yeah. he's trying to build this huge. He has all these spinning plates, and you're only really invested in.
1: Also, parts. he's killed off most of the characters he first introduced too, so you kind of have to I bring in more believe. characters just to. I still, I, I, I'm a perfect fan. Ending I do. Two. I love the fact that I that know two. everything that's going on in Song of Ice and Fire from you just telling me. So I don't really, uh, f- really feel like I have to and my read wife the book.
0: The best part is is that oh when I read
1: God. my, my I couldn't believe the last thing you told me about. I was like, really did, did that? Yeah, and that <sighs> broke up your whole idea about how you thought this series my was going to My
0: fan fiction ending is destroyed. I'm so yeah. sad. You know what? If, George, if everyone in those books can die, and God knows George, Mor- <laughs> no, 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 George R. Martin will kill them. Just let me finish my sentence. Jorah Mormont is left. If he is a stronger man in the book, he, so far, yeah.
1: Jordan, Jordan, uh, what's he's the guy running around with uh, Daenerys. He's
0: Daenerys. Is bro. he still
1: Daenerys' bro in that in this point of the yeah, book? It's, it's complicated. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> wow. Is, is he fucking her dragons or something no. like that? Okay. So anyway, back to DVDs. D's. Uh,
0: is exactly the sort of character that I get wibbly
1: about. Yeah, because he's a good man, driven to being less than good, but so he's aspiring to be better. Oh. Okay, so uh starting on January thirty first, there's the Star Trek Next Generation Blu-ray sampler coming out, which is just four episodes of Star Trek Next Generation on Blu-ray. Stupid as hell, but man, I'm gonna watch the shit out of that. I'm gonna have people I think coming it's so over. Cute that
0: they're coming
1: out with a sampler. A sampler. It's gonna be man, we're gonna have a trek and taco night this weekend. Actually
0: that's like the same weekend of your birthday. Gonna I gotta watch out. <laughs> Like, people are gonna... You can have it on my birthday I'll celebrate. No, um, it's like people... Like, people aren't... Like, people are gonna buy the sampler are not gonna buy the series
1: on Blu-ray. No, that's it's total double-dipping. Well, Joshin... We, uh, Joshin has already agreed that he will buy the sampler, I will buy the first-ray. The first, ray, uh, first uh, season box set when it comes out this uh, September, which that's the second thing on our item. Yeah, uh, Star Trek first gener- uh, first season on Blu-ray. Likely coming out this September because this, this September is the 25th anniversary of Star Trek The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be Awesome. That's also going to be expensive as balls, because that's going to be, God knows how many discs and Blu-ray sets. Man, that's that's, man, that's going to be pricey. Um, the the interesting thing about uh, Blu-rays coming out this year. Is that 2012 is the hundredth anniversary of both Paramount and Universal, oh, yeah. and so they are both plundering their archives for like their most popular films to put out on Blu-ray uh, this year in, in in celebration of their own anniversaries. So uh, it's not been officially announced, but everyone it's it's pretty much a known thing within the DVD community that yeah, all four Indiana Jones movies are coming out on Blu-ray this fall. Uh, Jaws is coming out on August 14th on Blu-ray. E.T. And all the Universal Monster movies, you know, Dracula, Frankenstein, mm-hmm. the, the Wolfman, they're all coming out on Blu-ray later on this year, which is, that might be interesting. They have a lot of great special features, which, yeah. uh, when Universal Monster movies released on Blu-ray, were actually really, really greatly produced sets, too. That that might be actually be kind of cool, and they won't be that expensive, because how much money are you going to make off of buying, you know, selling Frankenstein, Um, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome is coming out this year on On Blu-ray. Well, especially did you see that? So they're supposedly actually the next Mad Max movie. Really, no shit is supposed to be going into production this April. They uh, they they've officially. There was a thing online where the trucks are being shipped to Africa right now for to to get ready for filming. Like they're actually physically moving the production to Africa right now as we speak. Uh, So it sounds like this. uh, I would if this actually happens. I'm sure you'll get all. The Mad Max movies on Blu-ray this year.
0: I'm, I, I, I will give them my money. Tom Hardy is Mad Max with Charlie Theron. I will give them my money.
1: Yeah, although that probably won't come out till next year, but that might be a. I don't care. Ah, okay. And one last thing with video stuff is uh, Disney's putting out a lot of shit on Blu-ray this year. Mm-hmm. Sorry for cutting on on talking about Blu-ray, but like everything's already out on DVD. Blu-ray is the way to go. so beautiful. Especially animation on Blu-ray. That is one of the best reasons to own a Blu-ray player, is because animation looks so good in HD mm-hmm. that it's, like, yeah. unreal. Yeah. Uh, so it was like 101 Dalmatians, which I'm assuming is the animated version, not the crappy live action thing with Glenn Close. Uh, that's supposed to be coming out this year, along with Aladdin, Cinderella, Finding Nemo, and The Little Mermaid. Also see on Blu-ray this year. Which, we're gonna have to watch those, because that's part of our watching Disney movies yeah. thing. Where the fuck is Mary Poppins on Blu-ray? <laughs> Oh, my God. Jerk off to, what's her name? Julia <laughs> Andrews, Blu-ray. Oh, my God. You can see up her dress when she's flying around. Oh, no, it's happening. Okay, so this leaves our last bit of our 2012 preview, which is this movies. because
0: while you were talking about all that, I was just looking up Jorah Mormont on Wiki and being sad about him again. Aw. I forgot about all the bad things that happened to him. Did he get, like, his leg chopped off or replaced Did with a machine gun or something? Have. Maybe oh he got God. tattooed all over his face. What? For being an asshole. What? I just had a total recall of what happened to him. I can barely remember what happens in any of those Spoilers. books. Spoilers. <laughs> no, that's the least spoiler you the Oh, you my God.
1: Did he get pregnant?
0: He may as well. I mean, it's basically the equivalent of waking up the next morning and someone drew a dick on your face. There's
1: one of Daenerys' uh, uh, Dragon's Lane egg in his mouth, and he can't get it out. Now he has to <laughs> speak through the egg... It's kind of like the uh, Game of Thrones version of having a voice box. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> hello, That's
0: what I was going to say, Bill. <laughs> Alright, now let's get to the meat of this, the movies of movies. 2012. This is our
1: last and biggest section of this podcast.
0: So hunker down, kids. We'll be quick. Haywire comes out later this month, on the 20th. No one else cares about Hey, where I'm excited. Steven Soderbergh decided he wanted to make a movie for this awesome. Michelin Do you like Star- it because the chick
1: looks hot or because the no, action looks good?
0: The action looks good. Okay. They released the first five minutes online. The fight scene is great and brutal. You said I'm pumped. Yeah. I mean, I, the rumor is that there are all these really prominent actors in it, opposite this mixed martial artist woman, who apparently acts just fine, but is, when you're acting in a scene with you McGregor... Yeah, you're saying
1: in real life she's an actual martial artist. Yeah, she yeah. is a
0: mixed martial artist fighter that Steven Soderbergh. She's, she's not, not an actress. She's not an actress. But that means that the fight scenes are amazing. So the
1: actual title of this movie should be, should be called Who Punch. <laughs> what? Who, <laughs> just Who I Punch. <laughs> who I Punch now. Um, um
0: yeah, anyway. have it's got, like, my, Michael, uh... Michael Fassbender, Ewan McGregor, Channing Tatum... Michael Antonio Douglas Man- who is Man- I was Man- thinking about. Is an amazing beard.
1: Oh, amazing. yeah, okay, yeah.
0: Um, uh, Bill Paxton and... Anyway, a lot of people I look forward
1: to watching that at the Academy for two dollars a week after it comes I out. I will
0: pay it full price overnight at opening night, and I will get my money's worth just from the Did yes. Hannah come out about the same time last year too? And that was fun. Just that was about.
1: another kind of like Jason Bourney kind of like with a lady. Drive
0: me crazy. It's the Bourne I didn't even. Man,
1: Hannah was just Jason Bourne with a chick.
0: Whatever. Red Tails comes out also on the twentieth. Not
1: Church about menstruation. <laughs>
0: George Luke is finally getting to make this movie. That he's finally! He's been talking about this, make this
1: make for like 20 years. years. Yeah, it's, it's, about, it's about the Tuskegee Airmen, which are a, a bunch of black uh, fighter pilots during World War II. Looks actually really good. It made me, it made me
0: cry a single tear. The trailer did, before yeah. Sherlock. I mean, it did exactly what it's supposed to. I'm the sort of person who's always going to cry a little bit at rah-rah military movies.
1: There's a joke I want to make between uh, you could mix Red Tails and Django Unchained. Stop <laughs> shooting it. down what
0: to Stop say. it. The gray comes out. On January twenty seventh, all I know about The Gray is the end of the trailer. The Gray is is, is I haven't
1: seen the trailer yet. Well,
0: the last shot of the oh, trailer. Oh, you told me about this. Is yeah, Liam Neeson. In the cold, in the, presumably the Antarctic or someplace where it's just snow and wolves, and the wolves are about to attack him. So it's about a downed airplane, right? So he takes all the little tiny little liquor bottles and puts them in between his knuckles, puts electrical tape around them, and then breaks them. <laughs> and jumps at the wolf. So that's, that's his claws. It pretty much sums up Liam Neeson's career post, like post Taken, all in one. Wow. Every time I see a trailer for The Gray, it makes me think of Kate Craig's great little comic about. Um, or she did about a down a person surviving a downed airplane which is actually really good and I can't remember the title of it but then I'm like you know what that She did it in a nice, really awesome, subtle way, much more subtle than Liam Neeson with fistfuls. The actual
1: title of this movie is, I Miss Miranda Richardson, I'm Gonna Kill Everyone. Well, that's,
0: I mean, that's the implication, is that basically he lost his wife in a terrifyingly sad way. We're talking about
1: Liam Neeson, not Liam Neeson's character, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, really, like, when you, it's interesting, because we, my, the missus and I watched, uh, um, Love Actually, right, around, around Christmas, and uh, the whole thing is that his, his character loses his wife and can't get over it. and like you Oh, know, really? Yeah. That's was that before?
1: Happens. That was a long time before yeah, should, she oh, that, right? was like 10 years ago. Yeah. It was
0: right after 9-11. Um, but, uh, um, no, and he, so he's been clearly throwing himself into these action movies, which has been this Crazy great,
1: action movies, like, too. He's not saying, just action movies, but he's been killing If you guys people. have
0: not seen Taken, Taken is the most... I mean, it's kind it's amazing. It's like a caricature. There's no plot to it really either. You're like,
1: you steal my daughter. I killed everybody.
0: half of Europe. <laughs> Just cold-blooded murder. So what? I don't
1: know what the hell the is gonna be, be about. Well, Jesus, which it's comes out this year.
0: It's a reversal. It's because it's Liam Neeson is taken and his daughter comes and kills half of the Are other you half serious? Of Europe. I'm dead serious. That's so the it's plot. the chick
1: from Lost? Yep. It's the blonde chick from Lost, the hot incestuous sister. Yep. Killing it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a great... Man, that sounds better than it could be. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm pumped. Oh, man.
0: Heart of Ice is the name of Kate Kate Craig's awesome, awesome comic. I'm just saying. Everyone should read it. And and then also
1: watch the Grey trailer and be reminded of it and then be disappointed (laughs) it It'll be a mixed media barrage of wolfiness. Oh, man, I told Dylan about that movie coming out. She got so sad because she does Family Man, which is all about werewolves and stuff like that. she's really into wolves? She was like, yeah. Does he kill oh, yeah. the wolves? It sounds like he's gonna eat the wolves'
0: face. ten-year-old Annie Maloney would be indignant because I was also Yeah,
1: exactly. Pitcher. But Oh, man. You grow older and now you just want to see people hurt things.
0: Well, now I see that movie and I go, here comes the next round of really sad wolf murders for people seeing this movie. But it, <laughs> God, it, it's yeah. It's, um, uh, yeah, the new, um, Miyazaki movie comes out, doesn't
1: it? Say it out loud. <laughs> I was
0: could you tell? I, right? I, I
1: didn't. I never knew how to pronounce this <laughs> until I heard the name of the trailer in the theater. I he say
0: correctly? The borrower, er, wait, <laughs> er, er, erite?
1: Close. Bar, uh, you know. Actually, I just realized this. Is actually, that's actually the Japanese title. the The American title is. Mm, I, the Japanese title is the borrow Yeti. Their Yeti. Yeah fascinating i know <laughs> now this is a based off of the littles cartoon from the early 80s <laughs> even in japan everyone said that it was it was an okay movie but it's not one of <laughs> studio ghibli's best so it's just like it's not it's not a miyazaki movie it's not directed by miyazaki i think it's i think this is the first uh directorial effort by someone else at the studio which is always nice to see a studio like that yeah. kind of throw out a movie to someone who's uh not quite so experienced i think the script may have actually been written by miyazaki though hmm. So, it's not a good movie. It's probably his more his fault than anything else. You know what?
0: I never regret going to see animation like that on the big screen. Except for
1: Howl's Moving Castle.
0: I enjoyed seeing that on the big screen. Oh, yeah? I was surprisingly the only person not cynical about that movie.
1: Okay.
0: I, I Because, again...
1: I need to see that again. I haven't seen it since you, that was I, on You theaters. will
0: know ne- It is never a waste of money to spend $10 to see a Miyazaki movie on the big screen.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, The Borrowers of is is uh, about a little... It's, it's based off the old book, The Borrowers. Yeah. By someone I who I who the fuck knows. Uh, and so yeah, it's it's the Japanese adaptation of that essentially. So the
0: next thing that we hear about that would release out of that would have been oh, this Hansel is a and bitch. Gretel Witch Hunters. It's if it got pushed pushback a year.
1: Tell tell you you've always been telling me about Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. You tell the audience about <laughs> Hansel <laughs> and Gretel Witch Hunters.
0: embarrassing to say why.
1: No, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters is uh, to be fair, I only
0: know about because one photo. No <laughs> no 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 no. I, I know about this movie a while back just because <laughs> Zoe Bell is a stunt woman who I really like. She was oh a she's just she's she's a, a stunt, stunt person. She's not. A in oh, okay. So I have like so a she's... Google alert set up for Zoe Bell and then it's like she plays a tall witch. So it's a really big role for her, needless to say. No, it's um it's uh there it was one of those movies that's like, oh we're gonna make dark fairy tale movies now. So of yeah. course it's about Hansel and Gretel having grown up. Oh, I didn't realize this is. Was...
1: Anyway, you go ahead. Yeah,
0: but I mean, it's totally of that whole wave of dark fairy tales, and it's fully completed. It's in the can, and they pushed it out a year, which is always a good thing. Yeah, time. this was
1: originally supposed to come out in, like, a month and a half. Yeah. It's been booted until next January. Well, they haven't
0: even released a trailer. There's been one production still out, and this is the only reason why I keep following this movie. <laughs> because. And I feel awful, but Gemma no. Arterton is in it, and this picture... Gives, just stops my fate, like entire brain. Every and time it's weird right, because it. like
1: Annie's technically gay, but you're not gay for many women. But this photo broke Annie. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why? It's it's Gemma Arden who played uh, Agent Strawberry Fields in the last James Bond movie in black leather with this giant like gun thing. <laughs> the best-
0: that eventually my brain started again and i
1: look over at what's his name jeremy renner
0: jeremy renner who is, has like a crossbow yeah and it's it's supposed
1: to be trees carved in <laughs> well yeah it's supposed it to it be kind of weirdly like, dramatic it but... like <laughs> yeah it's it's really questionable i don't know it's but... not gonna be
0: very good but i will go see it so that doy will get two dollars in residuals and they're they're fighting famke jansen yeah she's the big bad in the movie yeah But she was, she was, most people know her because she was, um, uh, Jean Grey Jean Yeah well, she has. She was it.
1: also She also played a, a, a bad guy In one of the James Bond movies oh, really? 10 years ago yeah. She played Xenia Onatop she, she was in the GoldenEye her movie Her name
0: was Onatop
1: Yeah Because oh, James Bond movie The only reason I know This is from the N64 game She would kill people By crushing them With her thighs While fucking them <laughs> I am dead fucking serious
0: <laughs> This is why When you guys are like Oh it's Jason Bourne With tits Do you know how happy I am to see movies Get made because Well it's like Jason Bourne but with a woman. I am so happy because otherwise what we get from women in action films is goddamn James Bond movies with goddamn women who kill people with their thighs. I don't care. Get, stop brushing it off as Jason Bourne with a woman because I want to see more action movies with women so I can be picky. I can't yeah. afford to be picky right now. And if it
1: were for James Bond, you wouldn't have Gemma Arterton uh, killed by being <laughs> drowned to death in motor oil. Was that the last James Bond movie? I think so. Well, she's only in the movie for ten seconds. Yeah. I didn't realize. I had no idea you had such a crush on her. I she know she's hot. She's one know. of those women. She looks like a newborn baby chick. She was. She made
0: the Prince of Persia movie vaguely tolerable. See, I can to see her that.
1: It. But it's funny that like this black leather outfit just has a mixture of that and that, that character. I don't, I don't to want to talk it oh. up like it's like oh black leather. I don't know. There's something about that stuff that makes my brain stop. She looks like a badass. She's makes not my like. Brain it's, stuff. I, I'm just saying. It's I don't, gonna be awful. I don't disagree.
0: We spent too much time talking about this. an awful movie. Studio believes so. whenever ever There's comes way out in a year. Yeah, this is what they're saying. So, of course, Jeremy Renner was in the last Mission Impossible movie,
1: which yeah, just came which out, did
0: really well. And they're saying that they're pushing this back so that, they, that Jeremy Renner will have more awareness around him because of the Avengers movie. Yeah. Is what they're claiming. But if he doesn't have enough awareness from well, the, I just by this point, yeah.
1: I also just realized with this being another dark fairy tale movie, this they might be also waiting to see how well. The two shitty ass Snow White movies are coming out this year. You know, we'll really, do. what's going to
0: happen in a year, we're going to find out it's directed DVD. Yeah, that's the end of this story. Gonna
1: to. And that's going to be the end and of And then Annie can
0: watch it shamefully in the
1: privacy of her own, own home, like God intended. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture you, the masturbating female thing on Reddit, the slick, 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 just like with little, like, yeah, with that little picture on the TV behind you, just going, Thanks,
0: Bill.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, John Carter of Mars comes out on March yeah, 9th. Way
0: to change the subject. Yes, yeah, so John Carter of Mars. No, it's technically just called John Carter.
1: Oh, shit, that's right. They're
0: not calling it Of Mars because that's too weird. Because John Carter oh, makes it more distinctive. Did you hear
1: why they got rid of the Of Mars? No. Supposedly it's because the uh, Robert Zemeckis movie that came out last. Oh, yeah, Mom Mars, Mars Needs, Needs Moms, Moms tanked so badly. <laughs> now, suddenly, no one in Hollywood wants to make a movie with the word Mars in it. Wow. Supposedly that is the canonical reason They're why. are wrong. That's Dude, I'm just saying. Ma- the word Mars, Mars was the last problem For that the Robert Zemeckis' movie had. Aside from the fact it was all G- CGI stuff with a really weird oh god, that looked terrible. But yeah, uh, John Carter. Yeah, John Carter comes out. Mars. It's what's
0: his name, Andrew Stanton, right? Yeah, Pixar but, guy. Uh,
1: he directed uh, Finding Nemo yeah. and oh god, what else did he direct? He's directed a bunch of stuff. Did you do Pixar. Monsters Inc.? Uh, no, that was Pete Doctor. Which you know I do not realize there's like a. Doctor, a Monsters Incorporated coming out next year. There's yeah. another oh, one. Oh, yeah, of those. there's another sequel. um But yeah, no. uh Andrew Stanton. Oh, he, he did Wally. Yeah. Wally and Finding Nemo are who they hits. have
0: spent $250 to make that is hard the murder. How much? $250. $250 million? shut up That's you a- ass! <laughs> No, and then they're projecting, like, $140 million in marketing. Yeah. Interstate and Inter- Set has this, come out and said, if this movie doesn't make $700 million, it's going to flop.
1: It's a half a billion dollar movie, almost.
0: It's, I mean, I just can't.
1: And for something that really is that. just kind of warmed over Avatar, which is funny to say, because Avatar was inspired by John Carter of Mars to begin with, but this is coming out two years too late. And yeah, that even if it was a good movie, even without uh, without Avatar out there, this this movie doesn't look that interesting. I'm the demographic bad.
0: for this movie, and even I'm kind
1: of not interested. And well, the main hero doesn't seem to be that stra- like that that strapped or badass. As much as you know,
0: he's not charismatic
1: enough. No, I don't even like. I who is that guy? I don't even know who that actor is. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: the only other... It's answer, not even that. It's, like, in, in the three minutes of a trailer, like, if you're gonna be an action hero who, who... Yeah,
1: you have to... You
0: have to care, like, you know, you have to have something to you.
1: Well, so much of the, the first trailer released for John Carter was just, like, the CGI stuff, too. Yeah. Like, like, oh, we've got four-armed well, it's gonna be about the spectacle. That's so hopefully maybe down. it plays off better in the actual film, but yeah, that trailer did not do, do that movie too many favors. Also, the, only, the other thing about John Carter is all the chicks are supposed to be naked. You don't see any naked chicks in the movie.
0: Thank God.
1: I'm just saying. That's, like... Dude, well, it's it a Disney written, movie.
0: It was written. A well, that's, I'm
1: years not ago. saying I'm surprised it worked out that way, but I'm just saying, like, you could play off the the fact that everyone's supposed to be half naked on Mars. <laughs> you know, I really don't take it. Only the so chicks. Well, is it the guys too? I can't. No, I've never read this. Just the chicks. Is it just the chicks? Yeah. Oh, I thought the I thought the chicks were just more naked than I, just because it's chicks. But I didn't... oh okay. Also, we got Arduin's Pirates Abandoned
0: Misfits, which is based on a book. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's a, it was one of those, you know, ever have one of those things come out and everyone's like, oh man, you're going to love this. Oh no. This is exactly the sort of thing for you. Have you ever had that happen? Yeah. Where someone's like, oh man, thing. I think is any geek thing.
1: with well-meaning family and friends has, has happened that happen to them all moment. the time. Yeah.
0: And that was me with this book. And on the face of it, it's like a kind of Monty, Monty, Python-esque, very goofy, very light book about these goofy pirates. And I, I must've gotten at least seven copies of this book as a gift It was like people. back
1: in the 90s? It was not
0: that long ago. It was like...
1: Really, really nice. Ten years ago, maybe. Oh, okay, maybe you less than really? that. I had no idea it was based off of it's the cute. book.
0: It's a cute book. It's yeah. very silly. Have you and seen the trailer? Do, yeah, it looks cute. Yeah, I can't help it. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm you all need to understand that I really loved pirates for a long time, and i know now I'm pirate. I OD'd on pirates.
1: This looks very cute. Though, not for to sound like hipster,
0: but I like pirates before pirates are in.
1: Well, you like of... historical pirates too. It wasn't just yeah. an affectation, but like, like I... you like sea shanties. Yeah, you like reading about actual pirates. It's not just like. Yeah. Uh, It's not like bacon and ninjas from so many
0: people. A lot of of the draw for me for Pirates is a lot of the reason why I love Robin Hood so much. It's the idea of consciously making this really bad decision that isolates you from the rest of mankind. And then the glorification of that is always really interesting to me. And so I got really tired of Pirates pretty quickly when the whole pirate.
1: Thing. Pirate, the, Pirates of Caribbean and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and then everybody's yeah. like, oh, Pirates. Pirates well, it's, well, like, I'm it's Ardman, though. It's same guys it's, 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 oh, it like Wallace beautiful. and Gromit and stuff It looks like beautiful. That. It's it looks not funny. quite Nick Park, who's the guy who actually made uh, Wallace and Gromit, but it's that studio. And it just I looks... hate
0: to be that asshole who's like, well, yeah, but I'm done with that. I'm, done with that. Yeah, I'm that asshole. No, I'll see it. The Avengers uh, comes
1: out. Yeah, May 4th, The Avengers.
0: I've been what? watching all of the, the Marvel movies lately to kind of because I'm like, why not? So I watched Captain America, I watched Thor. See, I'm
1: still behind. I've only seen Thor. I haven't seen Captain America. Uh, how are they hanging together? They're cute. Yeah?
0: I like what they're doing. Where it's just like, they're just kind of being goofy, lighthearted. Like, they're not taking themselves too serious for yeah. the most part. They're just ma- trying to make a fun movie. And God bless them. That's all they should and be And it's Josh
1: Whedon. I mean, this would be a great test to see how well he could hang as a, you know, major motion picture yeah. writer and director.
0: What I'm really, like, not... What I'm really curious about is Joss Whedon has never been super strong visually.
1: No, because Serenity was. I still like Serenity, the movie, but, like, directorially, like, visually, that movie was kind of a wet fart.
0: Because he really, I mean, for all intentions, he is a playwright and play director. Like, really, that's where you get the vibe from him. And that he just does not necessarily. I mean, not to say he hasn't had some great, like, ideas visually, but that's not what he does. Yeah. So, that's not his strength.
1: Yeah, Serenity wasn't directly, uh, we're probably gonna get shit for even saying anything about, about Serenity, but it wasn't directed badly or anything either, but it was just wasn't like... Y'all, in case you can't, you can't see his face in the microphone, um, yeah, this is, know that this
0: is exactly like Doctor Who, where Bill's like, meh, Firefly! I love, no, I I'm love Firefly.
1: As someone who's drawn Firefly fan comics... How long was your Firefly fan comic? Like 24 pages. 24 it took minutes. me a whole summer to draw. No, I love Firefly, but Serenity, if you go back and watch Serenity, like... It's that like costumes are kind of silly. The bad guys are wearing a little stupid little spats.
0: See, that's design.
1: Oh no, I but like it's, it's a director checking off on that though. The, like it, that's a movie where they could have probably even done better, with, even with a slightly smaller budget. Because they just had just enough money to kind of come up with some kind of stupid concepts in terms of design.
0: I wouldn't. Even, I wouldn't even slag him for that. I genuinely um, mean just like camera. Um, angles, oh, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, editing, production
1: design though. Some some wonky bits in Serenity though. The fact that that movie used like uh, oh, some of the fonts. <laughs> Shut up, Bill that was,
0: Yes, bring up Papyrus To talk about my, like, I, That I say he doesn't Have the greatest Filmmaker's eye
1: <laughs> um, Also um, this, oh, but, uh, Speaking of Joss Whedon Real quick This is something I forgot to put on the list But he has his Shakespeare oh, yeah, movie Coming out about Yeah, which I'm assuming That'll be coming out Sometime this year too. See, that that's might be interesting. Thing,
0: Joss Whedon doing The quick and little things Like, that's where I'm most interested in him Did
1: I already flip out About End of the Woods? Yes, you did Okay <laughs>
0: Bill left off of his list. I had added in Battleship.
1: I, I like on the list, it says, Bill, how can you forget Battleship?
0: So, Battleship. On May 18th. They saw that they played the trailer for Battleship before <laughs> Sherlock Holmes, and I couldn't help it. I tried not to be that asshole who talks in the movie theater. I had yeah. to turn to my friend and say, how can they go through
1: the whole trailer without saying they sank my Battleship? <laughs> I know what I'm it's like, yeah, that's the only thing you're for that movie. How do you not play I it I think Neeson is in it? Does he play? <laughs> he plays, of course, the grizzled admiral. Who's the underwater god? Does he play that guy? He's like, here's your ship back. He's Zeus again. It's yeah, it's a, yeah. For
0: no apparent reason.
1: Oh, uh,
0: no, awful. I've like,
1: only it's seen awful. the first trailer that came out it last summer. So
0: bad. How did that? It's, mean, it's it really a hilarious
1: idea. Battleship Alien. I know. Ayan it's like,
0: it. I mean, it's like an SNL
1: joke. Oh my How god. How did it
0: happen? It's amazing. Anyway, you had a- how have they
1: not had an Operation movie yet? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Dude, it's a guy like who screams me. every time, like, they touch his bones? Liam <laughs> Beeson plays <laughs> the Operation guy, and then he gets up and kills everyone after they fuck up his, his Operation. <laughs> You touched my breadbasket for the last time. No,
0: the 25th, Moonrise Kingdom. What is
1: Moonrise Kingdom? I just heard about this myself while looking up uh, uh, 2012 movies. Uh, Moonrise Kingdom is Wes Anderson's next movie, which uh, I need to watch his last movie before I watch this new movie. Supposedly, uh, Moonrise Kingdom is about uh, a couple who runs away in the mid-60s and the towns search for them. I'm not quite sure why they're running away, if it's an interracial couple or what. Uh, who know, Who the fuck knows? But it's got like Bill Murray and a lot, so many of Wes Anderson's other yeah. like people. I think it has like Bruce Willis and stuff in it too. Yeah. It's got an all star cast. Uh, but I never even got around to watching. um, what Was it Darjeeling Limited? It was his last movie, mm-hmm. and I got that on DVD. And Darjeeling Limited is. Did, have you seen that movie? Mm-mm. Uh, all I know, it's about a couple brothers running around in India. Uh, but on DVD, it's preceded by a short film about Jason Schwartzman and Natalie Portman. That is the most pretentious piece of shit film I've <laughs> ever... Seen. I Like I said, Rushmore, one of the most... One of the most perfect films I've ever made. This thing before Darjeeling Unlimited was one of the most fucking... I fucking wanted to beat Wes Anderson to death with my fist. It was just so, like... It's Wes Anderson... Or it's Jason Schwartzman just in a hotel. Uh, French hotel. Just being very kind of, like... Uh, just weird and just, like, very... Just... Pretentious and Natalie Portman for some reason gets naked and spends half of the thing walking around naked, just like interacting with him. There's no plot or anything like that. And it's got Natalie Portman naked, fucking great idea! <laughs> and even then, it still turns out to be the, one of the worst, like, short films I've ever seen in my life. So I never even got, like, I couldn't even bear to boot up actual Darjeeling Limited, so I never saw that. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's, keep,
0: let's keep pushing here, my friend. Prometheus comes out, I yeah, it's coming getting... out June 8th. Getting more and more pumped about Prometheus. I mean, no, I need to dial it down. But going to see the Sherlock Holmes with me? I'm super pumped. It's about new, me uh, uh, your pace as yeah, yeah. And the
1: main and chick.
0: The casting and is amazing. Michael Fassbender and Idris Elba and 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 Shirley Theron. Oh, I
1: forgot Idris Elba's supposed to be that yeah. too. Uh-huh. Oh man, and that's the, like I said. The the story that has leaked sounds very interesting too. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm hungry. I'm trying to like expose myself to. very guess like bit. you're
1: like you're not even a big Alien fan, or I th- you're a really I'm, Scott fan though. The more
0: I think about, the more I think about, and I rewatched it. The more I really like it. Yeah. it, it keeps resonating with me. It's, it's funny because Alien
1: is not music. actually that much of a violent movie. It's just like,
0: dude, the best violent movies are movies. I mean, movies that had the best use of violence, or where violence is used to punctuate. Yeah. like that was so, so, what was so good about Drive. Like I talked to a friend of yeah. mine who was like, Drive was the most violent movie I've ever seen. No, it just used violence well in a way that stuck with you, as opposed to... There wasn't one really wrong. violent
1: thing you see in Drive, as no. far as,
0: like... No, there were a couple. <laughs> You're just... I was
1: thinking of the shotgun.
0: Yeah, there's the shotgun, there's how Brian Cranston is killed...
1: Oh no! I Forgot fight about in that. The okay. Elevator. Oh, to the find the elevator is hilarious. There are
0: really four moments of violence in that film, yeah. but they're so realistic and brutal that they rest. They, they're the more. shotgun
1: wasn't was the whistle. even for me. I'm well, like, and I thought that I disliked it, but I was like, man, what are you trying to prove? Well, the point is <laughs> that
0: violence was not glorified. Oh no, used to. I said we need to keep
1: moving, and then I stopped. No, 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 we're talking about Prometheus. Oh, no, this is, it's not, yeah, shut but up.
0: I'm excited about Prometheus, mostly because I'm realizing I'm hungry for good, a good science fiction movie.
1: And, uh, yeah, I know. And, Which like, not I, just I a science movie. fiction, act not Transformers science fiction crappy action movie, but, like, an actually like a a sci-fi, sci-fi movie. movie. And it's really Scott who knows how to do with science-fi movies. He yeah. knows what he's doing with that.
0: Poor guy, man. You Have to follow <sighs> Alien and Blade Runner. He's
1: doing it to himself. Where he just he, he just came out, came out, said, you know, God, I'm making prequels to Alien and Blade Runner. Brr. <laughs> I don't feel too bad for the guy, especially if it means we might get actually two good sequels out of him. Yeah. Uh.
0: Con- continuing the gritty fairy tale thing, Jack the Giant Killer is coming out. Bryan Singer's
1: um, fantasy movie. On yeah, uh, June fifteenth. Have you seen the trailer for this?
0: There's a
1: trailer. Yeah, I meant to watch the trailer for this before we did this, but I forgot to. Supposedly, it's supposed to be super, like, surprisingly gritty, even once you've heard the uh, the premise. Yeah, Brian Singer, the guy who did the X Men movies, the good ones. Um, well, no, the last X Men movie, he produced it, he didn't direct it. But it was still good. Just
0: means you
1: sign the check. I know, but he also directed and uh, the first two.
0: Second
1: place, the movie's good. Yeah, it's good. Uh, but yeah, this is his uh, Jack the Giant Killer, which I guess is Jack and the Beanstalk, but it's mm-hmm. super gritty and fucked up again with dark fantasy stuff. But I haven't seen the trailer, but that sounds interesting. I don't know. Um, what Brave else? Brave
0: comes out. Brave! The, the first Pixar film with a female protagonist.
1: And a female co director who got fired halfway who got through. fired, yeah. That's kind of a bummer. Well,
0: I, I'm surprised I'm not more pumped about it, because it, it ha- looks like everything that I would want, and I'm not not pumped about it.
1: Well, it's they only had the one trailer it. that came out a couple months ago. They really haven't started really telling anyone about, like, it'll be, once, we'll find out more about it soon, I'm sure.
0: I'm looking forward. I had to add this movie to Bill's list. Bill, for some reason, <laughs> didn't have this
1: list. They this
0: this is Channing Tatum, who who is, like, a G.I. Joe. I think that's the first thing people know of him. I have heard of the name. He was, he, in his earlier life, he was a male stripper. Oh, really? He was a male stripper. If you look it up on the internet, you can find him doing his thing. And so Steven Soderbergh made a movie. Hey, that was wrong. Steven Soderbergh <laughs> he makes, like, three movies a year, and they're all about the weirdest shit. <laughs> well, the best part is, these next movies are, like, some of his last movies. He's making two more movies after these two, and then he's done, he says. So he's, we'll see. He's going to anyway,
1: just... He's going to found his own fart museum or something.
0: So the movie's coming out called Magic Mike. <laughs> this is the extent of what I know about it. Channing Tatum, Channing Tatum is a male stripper. And he teaches this other dude to be a male stripper. And I'm going to go see <laughs> it. Of that's,
1: course that's, gonna that's, encourage That's going to be this year's Bridesmaids. <laughs>
0: I'm going to go see that. Did you see
1: there's a push for Bridesmaids to get Best Picture this year? Yeah. That's or an interesting to idea. Yeah. yeah.
0: We're You didn't
1: like that movie that much, huh?
0: I didn't object to it. I saw a TV edit. Pan and scan TV edit. Was that what,
1: we, what, what you guys were watching in the hotel? Yeah. Man, we watched it unedited on, 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 on DVD. It was cute. <laughs> it was okay. Anyway, yeah. Uh,
0: Amazing Spider-Man comes out.
1: On ju- uh, July 3rd.
0: I will go see it. Yeah. I'm pumped about What's-Her-Name-Is-Gwen Stacy. Um, isn't it right? red? Isn't they got a so, redheaded chick playing? She's not actually redhead though, dude. Well, she's, she's known to
1: be redheaded though. She's
0: a blonde lady. She gets to be blonde. As she's playing
1: Gwen Stacy. Gwen
0: Stacy. Emma Stone is Gwen Stacy, which is a great idea. Mm-hmm. And I do like Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker.
1: It looks cute. He's you no know Daniel Glover.
0: It's Martin Sheen, and, um, what's her name, As uh... Oh, it's Sally Field! Yeah! Those,
1: that is the best old couple yeah. pairing in history.
0: The only thing that I'm sad about is, why is J.K. Simmons not J. Jonah Jameson? Let's just accept it. He should always be J.K. I don't know. It was almost Sam Elliott. I didn't
1: even think briefly, about that.
0: Which made me laugh.
1: You gotta get a piss-off old black guy. <laughs> it should be Danny, not Donald Glover, it should be Danny Glover. There we go. And J. Jonah Jameson.
0: I didn't really Dark Knight Rises come out, comes out on the 20th. I didn't realize it was so far away. There's so much hype around it. I didn't realize it's it was so far It's kind of, for
1: what is supposed to be, obviously going to be the biggest movie of summer, it's going to be coming out late in the season. It's yeah. coming out just a week before August, yeah. which is kind of late for, like, that big kind of a temple picture. I
0: guess they want to they end the season.
1: Yeah. But um, that and, sounds cool.
0: Yeah. And then um, the Bourne Legacy film with Jeremy Renner, the reboot of the franchise for all intensive purposes. How are they going to do that? Because he's not playing Jason Bourne.
1: I don't
0: know. I don't know anything about it other than Jeremy Renner. You didn't even have it again; did not have it on the list. I had to add it on. Oh, really? All I know about it is Jeremy Renner is now the protagonist,
1: and I'm kind of bummed. Yeah, that's not a bad idea.
0: Did we not have Is Skyfall coming? Oh, wait, you had to do that. I know, I did. I know so. Um, you also didn't have Paranorman. I forgot
1: about that, which
0: is of course locally made at Leica Studios. Uh,
1: Stop motion animated film about folks a kid.
0: May Caroline. It's supposed to yeah. be like a John Hughes movie.
1: This is this is what this is one of those claymation movies by Tim Burton. Everyone loves so much. <laughs>
0: So, Paranorman comes out on the 17th. I hope Um, someone
1: from Leica hears that just so they send a mail bomb to my house.
0: I'm excited about Premium Rush! Which is oh, awesome. Oh, the trailer does looks good. It looks ridiculous and awesome. This is <laughs> August twenty fourth. Premium Rush, be there. Joseph gordon love it's bike messenger action movie. As I grow older, I'm starting to appreciate ridiculous action movies more and more, just because it's so hard. Or excuse me, it's it, it can be so tricky to do action and stunts well. Yeah. And I'm starting to really appreciate that more and more than I ever thought I Especially would. Especially
1: when it becomes less likely you'll be able to be able to perform those stunts yourself without breaking. Maybe that head. that's it. Maybe yeah. Because I always it's like, oh look at those young people. We'll I kind of feel stunts. like
0: I could do parkour if I just bothered, but yeah. I can't, I don't, so, but no, as I grow older, that's it, Bill, this is my descent into decrepitude, is me getting excited about Joseph gordon <laughs> Lovett's bike messenger movie, um, which, he actually broke, uh, uh, in doing one of the stunts for the film, because he did a lot of his own stunts. Oh, really? Um, he actually totally ripped his arm open, like a huge nasty gash on his forearm.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess you haven't seen 50-50 yet. No, did you see the trailer for that? It was I don't Jordan want to Gordon Levitt.
0: Joseph gordon Lovett dies of cancer. Oh, is that what happens Yes. Oh well, that's I don't need to. I've never seen it. No one has said this to me. What else is the movie going to end with? I'm
1: going to have to re- rent that now. Just <laughs> apparently, it's really good, and it turns into no, great, great, great in the things. Last Twenty
0: minutes, and I assume uh... it or surprise, Seth Rogen also has cancer. So it's rain
1: over me, but with cancer instead of a retarded guy. Anyway, who plays... of course, I will go see Joseph gordon Lovett's ridiculous Vice. But by business. Oh, he also plays. One of the good guy cops in Dark Knight Rises too. I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. How's Dark Knight Rises going to end? You think Batman's going to die?
0: I hope.
1: <laughs> I don't mean that in a good like, way. You walk through the window punching no, the face. But in a
0: perfect world, the movie ends with Batman is no longer necessary. What else would he want in his dying breath?
1: Yeah, I don't know how you make it so he's no longer. Unless they blow up Gotham, how well, do no, how does the bot-
0: people the people like become like turn against crime and reject crime? Do
1: you think Gary Oldman's going to die? Because he's sick in the trailer. He's all like, hey, Batman, you fucked me over. We did this together. Now you went away. You think Barbara Gordon takes takes over at the end? Because it is like eight years after the last one. She could be like 18 and Batgirl go, ugh. Maybe he just passes the man along to someone else. Anyway,
0: saying. Taken 2 comes out sometime in September, which we discussed a little bit.
1: Taken, Taken 2. 1
0: was such a weird delight.
1: Uh, Taken 2 is also directed by someone named Olivier Megaton. <laughs> Which, which well, I, I no would end. pay $10 to see that credit on a, on a giant screen in the theater.
0: Um, uh, that goes uh, out in September. September 28th is one of the movies I'm most excited about this year, Looper.
1: Yeah.
0: Ryan Johnson has my eternal devotion for a film he made called Brick, which is easily, from pretty much every standpoint, one of my favorite it came films. five or six years ago, yeah. Yeah, it's it a while ago now. He also did a movie called Brothers Bloom, which is very charming. Yeah. And I enjoy very much so as well. Looper is a sci-fi assassin movie where these, it, it's Joseph Gordon-Lovett um, as the young version of
1: Bruce Willis. I don't realize you were playing the same character. Yes.
0: They are, two, same character at two points in time. It's about, a, a, you are an assassin, but instead you have a time machine and you're able to go to a point in history and assassinate a person. You have no context for this hit. You yeah. just perform the hit. As context. And so, Brian, er, er, uh, from my understanding, again, I've been trying to know very little about this movie, so I can go into it pretty fresh face. But um, Joseph Gordon Lovett meets his future self, which is Bruce Willis, yeah. who's trying to come back to prevent him from doing something. I trust Ryan Johnson as a filmmaker so much. His his movies are a very clear vision every time. Yeah, he
1: knows what he wants to do. It's yeah, like matter. Brothers yeah.
0: Bloom, I did not like so I enjoyed, but I had I, I didn't like so much the first time because it wasn't the movie I expected him to make. Yeah. But every time I watch it, I see what. Yeah, Brothers vision Bloom is. was kind
1: of interesting to see your reaction because you thought that that was going to be more of a like a heist kind of.
0: Well, I mean, half of Brick. Brick is such a great pure noir.
1: Well, Brick is so arch. Yeah. Where it's, yeah, so noir. Yeah. And and Brothers Bloom was positioned as, yeah, kind of like a card show. For sharp, all to, cr- yeah, Brothers Frister Bloom movie. is
0: very much so a 60s, like, very much, like, it's it's kind of like a period film for yeah. all purposes. it really is. But Ryan Johnson,
1: I will watch anything he does. Yeah, he's, he's an interesting guy. His brother does his music for his own movies and stuff yeah. like that. He's... He's a
0: he's he's uh, he's also actors like Edgar Wright, where I cannot wait for thirty years in the future where I can buy a retrospective of all their work. Yeah, buy that box,
1: it's gonna be yeah. fucking awesome. Oh, even, even the clunker movies are gonna be a hell of a thing to watch. Oh. Also, this uh just even from reading this list, it seems like this is somewhere everyone's gonna get OD'd on Jordan and Gordon Eleven. Joseph Gordon <laughs> nope. Eleven. There's three movies in a month and a half that he's coming I out. I don't with. care, he's amazing. She, I know time. I love him to death, but damn. Uh what else comes out? Skyfall. Skyfall October
0: 16th. I'm only interested because it's Sam Mendez. And uh, oh. did
1: you see the scoring the movie Thomas, yeah, Newman. Thomas Newman? So it's from, Make the, a joke. from the makers of American Beauty comes yep. hardcore action movie.
0: <laughs> I'm pumped. Shut up. Okay, here's the thing: the last Jim Fun movie was such a meh. Like, well, can't... that's one
1: nice thing. That, like, Quantum of Solace was. I don't think Quantum of Solace was was it terrible, was but it was nowhere near as good as uh, Casino Royale. Yeah. Which at least this movie couldn't be a hell of a lot funkier. Yeah. Than the Farm of Solace So yeah. it's It can only go up From here Not that, um, that movie was San that bad Sam
0: Mendes And but... Thomas Newman Road to Is one of my favorite films Of all time
1: Oh and it's got James Bond Yeah I didn't think about it He's yeah, one of the cast, rag cast rag members The too bad. They need to dig up Paul Newman And make him the bad I hope not <laughs> uh, they, they should say like Cause it's about a satellite That yeah. the spy satellite That falls from the sky yeah. It should be voiced By Paul Newman clips From the movies <laughs> From Cars Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I ate thirty eggs. Also, Clutch.
0: I think this is a this James Bond movie with Rachel Weiss in it. I think Rachel Weiss is in oh, it. Oh really? I ah! think the rumor was she was going to be the. Oh man, if you bring villain, back... which would have been amazing. Oh
1: man, if they were to have her as the villainess who get all naked, and then you bring <laughs> back the corpse of what's her name, Verna Fields.
0: <laughs> the joke Phil's trying to make is of Gemma Arterton and, and Rachel. Weisz oh no! No!
1: No! No! You have her. No! No! I'm thinking. Of who's the chick from the first one? Vesper Lynn. Oh yeah, um, Eve. Ver- yeah evergreen Gemma oh my god Some joke military this is a trifecta of women that Annie is in love James Bond has his own little Annie Maloney haunted harem at the end oh my god and then then I can watch Daniel Craig fuck them and I can watch his butt <laughs> so I love Daniel Craig's butt <laughs> Bill, <laughs> <his> Bill's
0: what <laughs> slight descent into homosexuality oh, god, she,
1: yeah. was Stairs for cowboys versus <laughs> aliens. That's his ass. People kept going, man. Daniel Craig has a nice butt. I, I, well, I'm not one of those guys who so like, I like, I never think about guys' asses being hot because, because I'm a straight guy. I'm thinking butts or butts I are guys. I never noticed. And that's what makes these guys wrong. Like. Wow, his ass looks great That's on that nice poster. Cut. Bill's like, "Did you see his butt?" His butt <laughs> doesn't look that good in the movie. I think they got it like a canned <laughs> ham, put putting denim jeans and photoshopped in that movie poster. Anyway, uh, we're uh, almost like, done. We're, we're getting, getting there.
0: December, December fourteenth, The Hobbit comes out.
1: The Hobbit Part One.
0: Oh, was it Part One?
1: Yes. The, the, for some reason, they found a way to break up The Hobbit into two movies.
0: I forgot that Guillermo del Toro was originally going to direct
1: this. Yes, it was he? Did a lot of the creature designs, which they're retaining for the film. Good. Cause dude knows how to do that stuff. Yeah, oh, band oh, Smog should look super fucking interesting. Yeah, but we won't right. see that until next year when the Hobbit 2.0 comes out. That's right, the Hobbit Reloaded. Um, also, on the nineteenth, Catherine Bigelow's Bin Laden movie. Comes I out. had no idea this was coming out. It's untitled. She's just making a movie about Bin Laden. Uh, did you see the Hurt Locker?
0: Yes, with it was Jeremy a great Renner. Movie. Boy, that was a great. movie. That was
1: depressing, but that was a good movie. But it's yeah, amazing. And she won. Was that? I,
0: yeah she beat She beat out her husband or ex-husband James Cameron I don't
1: think that Got best picture But she got best director For that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah She's And she knows What she's doing And yeah Man she's making Ben Logan did she
0: make That movie with um, uh...
1: Time Stoppers <laughs> No. Time balance. That's
0: talking about. No, it's
1: somebody with the Point Break. Did she make Point Break? Did she? She Did may she have. Point have. Point I wouldn't be a bit surprised, because I love what director <laughs> is. Big star directors have, like, some crappy things for 30 years ago they don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. Um,
0: God. Um, Z is coming out in the 21st, which is mostly notable that it's Brad Pitt adapting the novel, the popular novel. Uh, the
1: popular second. novel is good, but it's not that... I'm surprised people, like, wet their jeans about because it. it's interesting, too, as a, as a, a movie uh, production... The original novel is just a bunch of anecdotes about different zombie attacks around the world. There's no cohesive story to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book starts off with uh, this doctor talking about how the outbreak started in China, but there's no through story through all the stories. But I guess for the movie, they've like they've picked out some, like like maybe half the stories and kind of like threaded them together by having Brad Pitt be this uh, UN guy who's running mm-hmm. around trying to stop all these different things through the world. So they've kind of linked together all those different stories by having Brad Pitt. So i like, I have to go to India now. India needs me after I come away from China.
0: So basically Red Pit is Superman slash Doctor Who. I guess so. Um, Django Unchained comes out on the 25th. I'm excited.
1: Uh, which is... It's Quentin
0: Tarantino's new film. Because Quentin Tarantino said, you know what, we need a southern, like a western, but about the south. That's a great idea, though. Which is, you know, I I love... I mean, Quentin Tarantino, he's, a, he's another dude with a very clear vision. You can't fault him for that. Uh, if uh, The idea of Tarantino making a straight-out, like, Western sort of thing, it gets me excited. I can see
1: what the music is going to be for that thing, yeah. too, because, like, like, oh, man. I, I will, I'm trying to find out music for this podcast. I was, I was trying to think... Find things that could be, like... I had said, If you go to YouTube and type in Django on... on uh, was Unchained. it Unchained soundtrack? You find everyone digging up what they think uh, Quentin Tarantino, uh, Tarantino would use for the movie a soundtrack. Yeah. Some cool stuff in there. It's it's yeah. very interesting. But yeah, no, it's about, well, like, isn't it about a slave who sets himself free and starts... Well,
0: I think, he, again, this is another movie I'm trying to keep myself very, I don't, like, trying to not learn anything
1: about it. It's like it. Amistad.
0: <laughs> I think it, he's, a, he's a freed slave, or he, he escapes... And then he's trying to go back and get his wife. Something
1: tells me someone's going to get fucking hurt in that movie. What was
0: amazing is that, um, originally, they were, there was a period of time where it was going to be Will Smith. Yeah. Who is it now? A weird choice. Is it Jamie Foxx?
1: I, I remember they were talking about Jamie Foxx was going to be connected with it. And, but it's also starring, um, uh, what's the name from *Inglorious Bastards... The main German guy.
0: Oh, and I thought Christoph Waltz... I think he's the um uh, the evil plantation owner. Well, I heard that. Like, isn't it... Uh, or he's like a... I beast. thought DiCaprio was like a... going to be something like that. Oh, yeah. That was it. DiCaprio was going to be the evil bounty hunter... Or the, the evil plantation owner. And Leonardo DiCaprio in a Quentin Tarantino movie... I have to admit that.
1: That's going to be a hell of a thing, yeah.
0: I, I think he, he had to drop out.
1: Because... Oh, did he? I think he oh, did. Oh, because I can't... Like, so many people who are in Quentin Tarantino movies are so conscious of being in Quentin Tarantino movies... Yeah. That they try oh, no, to act like a Quentin it. Tarantino character. Yeah. Who's, did they say what he plays?
0: Uh, no, He's Calvin Candle, I think that is the Calvin Candle. It's that's a name. name. Uh, it,
1: Leonardo DiCaprio. Not that he's everyone's favorite actor or anything like that, but I could see him being one of the actors you get I, who would not. Pre- I forgot Sasha
0: Baron Cohen is. What? In what? Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in this. See, that's what I'm saying.
1: Of course, Sam Jackson, 2012, the the year that Kirk everyone Russell is in it. Oh, uh, I I remember they were trying to get uh, the Postman to be in it. <laughs> Oh yeah, Kevin Costner. did schools and he yeah. couldn't—he couldn't do it. I guess he had prior obligations.
0: I, I, he—he I mean, he,
1: he had a donut to eat. <laughs> I don't know. The donuts I, is calling to me.
0: Tarantino. It surprises me that I have become a Tarantino person because I was so. Did it just take so
1: glorious bastards? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, Death Proof too. I yeah. really enjoy
0: Death Proof, despite the first forty-five minutes, and I did first really half enjoy. Um, I still think that if you just start. Death Proof. I get what he was going for, but if you just start Death Proof with the second set of girls, it's a great
1: film. I like. I thought it was a good movie. That's because I just walked in when Joshin was. I walked in right. I, I didn't realize That's, there was a first set of girls watching it the first time first because I walked he in was halfway doing, through. But I still don't. Yeah. All I like the first half is just an excuse not, for lap dances and foot fetters. Did you not
0: go with me? I went because I went to go see Planet Terror in theaters. I no, I didn't. A I didn't go because it was really weird to watch that movie. But after you saw the Planet trailers, Terror. yeah. Yeah, because Planet Terror is a B movie of that, or D mo- Z movie that they're spoofing. It is that. Well, it's perfectly. a grindhouse movie. Yeah. It is a grindhouse movie, and Death Proof is not a grindhouse movie. It's a Quentin Tarantino movie that's kind of grindhousey.
1: Yeah, with affectations is, to become the
0: first that wh- watching it in the movie. context, I thought it did not work. But on its own, if you skip the first forty-five minutes, it's a great film. How's that for a caveat? Come um, no, and I loved *Inglorious Bastards*. It, no, it Glorious Bastards* me, is my
1: favorite, uh, probably my favorite Quentin Tarantino. Surprised
0: me that I've become such a Tarantino apologist in my But yeah. There's not much for what am I turning for? into?
1: I can see people hating Quentin Tarantino, but like, what am I turning into, Bill? Have you seen *Jackie Brown*? No. Oh really? I haven't <laughs> seen it a year. That's what people always do to me. Like, I'll be talking about my uh, favorite Tarantino movies, and Kip, our friend Kip, is always like, have you seen Jackie Brown? He's like, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, okay. Um, Let's pull
0: this into the station. What is left in 2012?
1: There's two things. Great Gatsby... Man, Baz Luhrmann's *Great Gatsby*. Is this is all, D. man. These uh, Django and Chain*, *Great Gatsby*, in the last movie are all coming out on Christmas Day. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, Baz Luhrmann's *Great Gatsby*, in starring Leonardo. No, 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 it's three D. Say that sentence. Baz Luhrmann's *Great Gatsby* in three D. That's all you need. I hope he's. <laughs> on, I hope he's in full-on Moulin Rouge mode, where it's all like. I hope Kate Beaton designs the film, uh, where Baz it's Lerman. all like, "Fuck the Jazz Age."
0: Baz Luhrmann again, clear vision. Have you read The Great Gatsby? Yes.
1: Is it good? I want to read it because before this movie comes out, because I have this thing, whenever a movie adaptation of a book comes out, that a book that I'm dimly interested in, I want to read the book before the movie comes out, so my, if I ever get around to reading that book, my vision of the book and those characters aren't spoiled by the movie, that's, so I want to read it sometime this year before the movie comes out. Not I that I... I associate all.
0: Great Gatsby with a lot of shame. Really? Why? Because I first read it in high school for my AP lit class um, with, with my teacher who was and still is my role model for all things in life. Yeah? Mrs. Herlin, who, God bless her, was a wonderful and tolerant woman. Oh,
1: Curlin Herlin. She had curlers in her hair. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! She showed up in class in a pink... Uh, her
0: husband's name was Dallas. Dallas Herlin. What a wow. great name. Anyway, um, Herl, Mrs. Herlin, and uh, at the end of Great Gatsby, spoiler, Gatsby dies. It's really that's a huge part. Does of Did he that. drown
1: in a pool? Yes. Okay. But here's
0: the thing. I've heard people make the jokes. The thing is, is that the protagonist comes up and sees Gatsby in the pool, and, and no, this. Okay, I'm gonna sound stupid. Does he, he you jump on me? his back and ride him like a little no, playful no toy? Place does he explicitly say Gatsby is dead? And the protagonist keeps talking to Gatsby. <laughs> like and about him and at him and then, the, like, and then they come and take him away
1: and the whole time the protagonist is still talking what? to Gatsby so he's know... writing onto his live journal about how great Gatsby is he I like... didn't know until 20 pages later that Gatsby was dead and I'm like man Gatsby sure is being quiet <laughs> from one side and of conversation this is the
0: thing I am an idiot. Thank <laughs> God I never became, that was the moment where I was like maybe I should not become a literature teacher. I can't do I no that. To I have a too how obtuse that ending is. When you get to it, please imagine Teenage Annie's going
1: Why is, it... Why is Gatsby so quiet? All, all I know about The Great Gatsby is, is is the jokes Kate Beaton have made about it in her comics. All I know, there's something about a billboard for uh, eyeglasses on the back that says, fuck the Jazz." I'll be
0: curious it. to see if you like it because it's basically a bunch of unlikable
1: fuckers. That's what I've always heard and I try to read it in high school, I fudged it. Uh, we, it was assigned to us, and I just looked up uh, an encyclopedia entry and just fudged. It, it shows how well I retain the information that even after reading the entire en- encyclopedia uh, thing about the <laughs> book, that I, I still can't remember what the book's about. All I know, it is 1920s, bought a bunch of rich people. Here's
0: what I can remember from the great Gatsby, other than the fact that Gatsby apparently is dead and I missed out. There's an egg you want to be on, there's an egg you don't want to be on. There's a, yeah, what? there's an eye doctor with, uh, when his glasses... And it's a metaphor. And Daisy's a bitch.
1: <laughs> People on Twitter last night were, like, making high and Daisy jokes. I think it was Brendan Gadkins. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's coming out. Also, uh, the, uh, the Rushmore commentary, Owen Wilson, who also co-wrote uh, Rushmore mm-hmm. before trying to kill himself... <laughs> Uh, he he spends a lot of time talking about how much Great uh, Gatsby influenced his writing on that. So yeah. that's that's uh, between that and writing up this list and, and seeing that Great Gatsby is being turned into movies, kind of pushing me towards well, actually reading the book sometime sooner than later. And the last film on our list is Lincoln, by J. Joseph uh, Spielberg.
0: <laughs> Man, um, I'm sad that it's not Lee Meeson. Because that
1: would have been I, know, I think that would have... I don't know. We'll let's but, see. Have
0: you seen the picture? Like, no, he picture looks... It's, it's Butcher Bill. Poor Butcher Bill. He's at a restaurant trying to do his thing, but he's got the Lincoln beard and he looks so... I mean, dude... Which is, you is great, because that's the same
1: actor. time he shits talk Lincoln in Gangs of New York, which that's is kind crazy. of funny that he's on yeah. the other side of this yeah. in this movie. Um, I mean, dude is a good actor. You can't... Oh, you know anything. who else is in this movie playing Lincoln's son? Who? Guess. Guess who else would be in a movie this year playing anyone. I think Are you kidding me? I'm dead serious. (laughs) He's like Robert Lincoln. Man, Joseph Gordon Lovett is an amazing Oh, uh, it's also, I think Sally Field is also playing, uh, you know, she's in uh, Spider Man. I think she's playing Lincoln's wife, who went crazy after Lincoln died.
0: Here's what you need to know about Joseph Gordon Lovett, though. I think he kind of, like Liam Neeson, is throwing himself into work. I'm not I saying, no, but no, no, no. Yeah. his brother tragically and abruptly died last year. I think Dude is also trying to throw himself into his work. I'm not blaming so, him. He's,
1: he's, in work. he's, he's an and actor. He's an amazing work.
0: actor, and fuck you. Yeah, I'm just saying. I love him in his special face. Who knew that I would be, having like, total a work crush on. The, the the kid from third, from third rock from the sun. Did you see the trailer
1: for Lincoln? The like the, the teaser trailer where no. it shows the birth scene. Of <laughs> <laughs> You know what?
0: There's a moment with a bill. Where abruptly you realize the thing he's saying earnestly is a joke, <laughs> and the, the joke the, changes
1: everything out of the joke station. <laughs> the teaser trailer. It's like all it's all Benjamin Button. It's George Gordon Levitt as a baby. So he got a little beard, a little hat coming
0: out of the vagina.
1: It's in Lincoln too. Whenever
0: I think about Lincoln. In my head, it turns into a mix of, um, there will be blood and, um, uh, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward, blah, blah,
1: blah. I still blah. need to see that.
0: In my movie, it turns into a weird blend of... Well, I see I mean, aside from just the Civil I War stuff, Lincoln why. had such
1: an interesting life yeah, where he kind of, as, as an Illinois lawyer and, yeah. like, it'll be interesting how much they... He's a
0: neat, sad man.
1: With the Civil War stuff, how much they play up the fact that, like, the Emancipation, emancipation Proclamation was more of a political move than it yeah. was... It's not like he was saying, like, I love black people! He was it was a little more cynical than that Not that that's the only reason why you know
0: no he was a fascinating and complicated character,
1: and his, yeah, his life was interesting because like I said his, his wife was already kind of crazy before he died, and after he died, she went fucking straight to the booby hatch, and he Is had a really be sickly son life as a whole I would assume so it's called Lincoln,
0: but I don't know I mean you know it's character people like that It maybe
1: well more probably not from childhood him. I would imagine i mean, it's got to be I'm assuming it probably goes at least the civil War to his death. It'd be weird if it didn't. But yeah, the start point. I would assume it starts off with him as an Illinois uh, lawyer, and shows him just going to. Yeah. I don't know.
0: No, that'll be that'll and be trying, interesting. Man, it'll be a hell of a double feature to watch Lincoln and The Great Gatsby. I'm like, it's a double feature that America? I'm sure you. Need,
1: each of those movies is probably gonna be three hours long. Oh man, also Lincoln'll be interesting because it'll be great to see all all the stuffy like 1850s politicians in like the like. In Washington, and like, oh my god, it's gonna be a great, just as a costume piece, it's gonna be yeah. fantastic. So, that is the last film we know coming out this year, uh, that is announced. More films will be announced at E3. They'll be amazing.
0: Alright, so that was our endurance jump through everything. We're time. almost so, done! Okay, that Wait, is... are we not done?
1: No, we're done with the list stuff. We just have a quick bit, bit of feedback to talk about real quick. We got emails and stuff from people. Uh... So uh, I went to uh, Twitter and asked for people for their feedback about what stuff they were looking forward, forward to in 2012. Here's our feedback. Uh, we got an email from Sean Baca. Uh, he, the games he's looking forward to are the possibility of Blizzards doing uh, three releases in one year. Diablo 3. That's cool. Yeah, Diablo 3, Starcraft 2, Heart of the Swarm, and WoW Mists of Pandaria. Uh, sounds like Diablo 3 may actually be launching, uh, in just two weeks, too. Might be a surprise yeah,
0: launch. It's to see the effects of Uncharted, or of, of Diablo
1: 3 on the industry. And also supposed to be coming out in, uh, on consoles, too. That's kind of yeah. interesting. Uh, the return of Annalise Shepard to shoot bad guys and save the galaxy in Mass Effect 3. I'm glad to see he's playing as a femme ship Uh, more ridiculous guns and crazy co-op shooting in Borderlands, uh, Borderlands 2. Uh, I played some of Borderlands was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Also, Darksiders 2, Bioshock Infinite, Prey 2, and Syndicate. Uh, TV-wise, he's looking forward to Sherlock. Uh, Sherlock has already started, so the year is off to a flight and can start. Uh, The the only major things I'm looking forward to is Game of Thrones and Doctor Who. Now, if Paramount would just announce that they are doing a Blu-ray release of Deep Space Nine, dot, 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 fuck yes! (laughs) Uh, That's gotta be coming. Man, Deep Space Nine. Mm. I know, I
0: know.
1: Uh, and for him, uh, film-wise, it's Batman and the Avengers are the two big, re- huge releases I'm waiting for. We'll definitely be seeing Batman at the IMAX in Sydney. Biggest movie screen in the world. Wow. Oh.
0: Dudes, do yourselves a favor. Go out and rent Brick and get excited about Looper. Yeah. I'm just saying, y'all.
1: And, you know, Brothers Moon. That's cute. Don't well, you know, but expect I mean, like, too much of it. What,
0: what he does in Looper, uh, if I, if he approaches sci-fi the way he approaches noir and Looper and in Brick, I will be...
1: That's I'm just kind of curious off. to see what Brick cameos also show up in, uh...
0: Well, Ryan Johnson is like, is like Quentin Tarantino, where he has his team, and he like likes to pull up these people and bit parts. I'm curious.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's a little bit like Wes Anderson that way, where he has his players.
0: I'm just saying, people need to be excited about Luber.
1: And Sean Baca's last thing is, Brave from Pixar also looks like a winner, and then again, it's Pixar, so that's pretty much a given. Yeah. He is not wrong. Uh... Br- 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 uh Adrian J. Wallace wants to thank us for the recent Doctor Who discussion. You really nailed a lot of the problems with the last season. Adrian J. Wallace, you are correct. <laughs> I like you. Uh Ainsley Yeager. Oh, that's a great name. Ainsley. I love West Wing. Ainsley Haynes. Oh yeah. Kinda reminds me of that. She was great. Anyway, tons of movies, uh, tons of great movies coming out. I'm interested to see how Hunger Games portrays children killing each other on screen.
0: Oh, yeah. Hunger yeah. Games. Keep forgetting. Get Hunger Have Games. you read the you books? Read? No, I'm not. I kind of want to. Yeah. A friend of mine said, it's kind of neat. So a friend of mine who's a gay, is a gay man, and he's like, I felt like this book was not for me. It was clearly for teenage girls because there are a lot of makeovers. <laughs> really? It's, it's, it's like murder, makeover, murder, makeover, murder. Why is
1: it people being pulled out from the wild to be in the games? Well,
0: I mean, it makes it because they're, they're the, like these working districts and these people are pulled out and then they have this, they're trained and part of the training is makeover because they're, they're going to be on
1: TV. Have you ever seen The Running Man? No. Oh, man. Instead of The Hunger Games, people should go watch The Running Man. <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 starring Arnold Schwarzenegger he fights oh my he he fights a fat man just like christmas (laughs) trees not like not just like christmas trees a fat guy with lights bulbs all over him the fat guy gets electrocuted it's about he lives in the world of like the distant utopia world of 2006 where the world is uh, ruled by tv and reality tv and he gets forced to be part of a a tv murder mayhem live action game uh okay uh daniel fight my man in japan i love that guy I am worried the Dark Knight Rises and Bioshock Infinite will be spoiled before I can enjoy them. No more trailers. Yeah. Those yeah. Things where
0: I, just don't, I want to go into it without a damn shred of knowledge.
1: Dark Knight already shows a little bit too much in its trailer. Bioshock Infinite, I've been on media blackout since. The yeah. fact, they've been talking about the game already for two years and you still yeah. don't know what time to use I'm
0: trying not to expose myself to any more Bioshock Infinite, but it's hard. Because it's so pretty and all I want to do is look at it all the time.
1: I know. Oh. <laughs> um. Calamity John says he's looking forward to death's sweet release.
0: <laughs> he is correct. For <laughs> um, Calamity John, Calamity John has been an internet friend of mine for, God, oh man, a long time, well over a decade now. And lately he has been, like, um, he, he's made a joke on Facebook about how, um, uh, He's like, you know, guys. I read Game of Thrones. It's not for me. That's okay. It's one of those things that now people can stop telling me that I need to consume, just like Firefly. Oh, I forgot about that. Everyone was like, oh no, and it's clearly a joke. Like he's like, guys, I don't want to watch Firefly. And of course, everyone, like it's just a huge chain.
1: It's hard. It's hard to to keep on liking Firefly when that's so many people's default geek thing, trying to get other geeks into. It's like, man, leave the guy alone. He doesn't want to watch (laughs) Firefly. (laughs) Firefly is good, but it's not that not that great to drive someone to. Fucking kill themselves over it. <laughs> I love. I like his his read through Game of Thrones is fantastic because I love. Like he's he, like you guys know why did no one tell me that this opens
0: at the thirteen
1: year old? Get <laughs> the same reaction to me. out me reading the the Game of Thrones book, yeah. like this girl essentially gets kind of raped, and at yeah. the end you see her get brutally raped, and at the end it's a P.S. She's thirteen. That even makes it worse <laughs> the way it's revealed, and he like him him like going off about this on Facebook was hilarious. He's like, what the. Why, why are you guys trying to make me read this like it's a good thing? And that's when he stopped, and I just loved him for that. Um, like,
0: if I had the foresight to do that, I'd probably be a happier
1: person. Uh, I hope I don't forget anyone, but we got uh, feedback from one last person. Maxwell Motley says uh, her top two tw- uh, 2012 games are Journey. Journey! Oh, How shit. Did you Journey! I did journey and i already forgot journey, about i am most
0: excited about journey
1: they say can't come the uh, uh downloadable playstation 3 game from the guys who oh, did flower the only
0: reason why i'll turn on my playstation 3 this year i
1: know aside from using uh, watching blu-rays uh journey. that's coming out who knows when that's coming journey out, but is it's my coming
0: game out. for 2012 i'm just gonna say
1: it yeah. last guardian mass effect 3 bioshock infinite despite cleavage issues fist bumps
0: is it sad that i am so um uh Jaded with cleavage issues, I didn't even because they did tone don't them care. down. Yeah, it's not that I don't care. I'm like they tone them down. This it's guy. still a little
1: tits on a plate, though. It's but like it's cut enough and you're tall enough. I the know.
0: It's not. I know. It's still that costume is if you're an A cup, you're gonna look.
1: I like think a it key would be dumb. less. I would think it would be less of an issue if they actually did show more of the male character rather than just her and her tits and her singing. It gets a little like okay, what else you got going on in this game other than giant bird monsters and Skyrail shit?
0: I'm happy that they're not showing me all their cards.
1: I know, but we're seeing more of two cards than any other the two cards <laughs> it's, it's I don't I love big tits. I love cleavage. I love big tits flying saying, out of I'm stuff. Not, not I got no problem. I'm
0: not defending the cleavage. I'm just saying I'm surprised. If they wanted I'm to give her,
1: it. like, H-Cups? Maybe
0: in, a, in, a, in, a, in an era of gaming where Bayonetta was a prominent yeah. character, maybe a not... If she
1: had H-Cups and her shirt got shot off by a shotgun blast, magic plasmatic shotgun blast, <laughs> that'd be fine. <laughs> just show me something else along with that. Justify that and show me something else, too. Don't make the, the star of the game. Uh, and her favorite 2012 movies coming out uh, that she's looking forward to are The Hot. Uh the Dark Knight Rises and Rise of the Guardians. Have you heard about this? Rise of the Guardians? Rise of the Guardians. Is this is... another one of those of um, owl <laughs> 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 It's too, the, the <laughs> Guardians of Woohoo or whatever. Yeah. No, Rise of the Guardians is a CGI movie coming out this uh, November. It's about uh, Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy, and a couple other like fa- like yeah,
0: imaginary like, characters all teaming together over.
1: to like fuck up the Boogeyman played by Jude Law.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: it sounds like a cute idea. Well, it's everyone's, you know. it's like yeah. yeah.
0: Let's take all the public, prominently known public domain characters we
1: can. Which ones could they leave out? There's only so many of those characters. Yeah, we two fairy, Santa Claus, Easter Bunny. There's not too many of those characters go um, around.
0: Krampus. Krampus. Krampus!
1: Krampus that'd right? be great,
0: yeah! That's
1: <laughs> what Santa Claus turns into when you piss him off. It's like Wolverine. Uh, yeah, pretty
0: much. Yeah, so, uh... Yeah, 2012.
1: 2012. Oh, you know what? This podcast is... Oh, no, it's twenty. 2019 minutes long
0: oh dear lord guys okay i'm gonna tell you right now any of you who have endured and are listening to this point dear god um send us an email howdyboyhowdy.org i will paypal you five dollars i'm not kidding <laughs> anyone who has endured to this point what i will pay you five dollars i'm not kidding this is bad we have to stop doing this we're gonna one day we're gonna podcast it's an hour and a half or less you
1: can paypal until $5. I, I said i we get I dozens of up. listeners, at least half of which must be getting to the end of this. I'm so saying. you just you just gave away, like, $60 minimum. <laughs> People, I'm don't do up. that. Please. <laughs> if
0: you're... Annie's broke. Excuse me. Excuse me. Of course I need to save all my money for the um, National Annie Day, which is February 2nd. You yeah, you know, know what?
1: If you make it this far, this far, give me $85 so she has a birthday. <laughs> She's got a birthday coming up in two weeks and no one knows what to get her. Uh, um, uh, but no, seriously, thank you guys to whoever got this far in the podcast. Thank you, Lord. Uh, you guys are our heroes, um... What's next of week's course, podcast going to be about? We're,
0: we're Howdy at BoyHowdy.org, BoyHowdy.org in general, and BoyHowdy Podcast on the Twitter. Yeah,
1: we're actually getting feedback and emails from people through the venue, which it's fantastic. Yeah, we
0: got our actual first email for, at Howdy by, at BoyHowdy.org. Thank you, Sean.
1: Okay. Well, we're going to shut up and get out of your guys' way. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll talk to you guys Moral next. story.
0: Enjoy 2012. I'm pumped.
1: 2012 is going to be awesome. Yeah. We, yeah. And we didn't make any end of the year uh, destruction jokes. My encounter. Oh,
0: first. no. I was going to just share this joke. This, this will end on. <laughs> My dear friend Chase told me that he was going to email his suggestions on what was going to come out in 2012, except he went online and couldn't find a Mayan calendar. Wait, I ruined the joke. (laughs) He was like looking at next year's releases and he couldn't find a Mayan calendar, so he gave up.